From FEMA Region 2, back at it one more again for the most dangerous two hours in radio. On the wake up with your host this evening, your brother Cam Kazi the Cutlass. Shout out to my co-host, my brother John and Masonic Marine from the Truth Booth Podcast. Shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby for bringing this all together. Shout out to the whole On the Wake Up Radio family. And shout out to you, the listener, the On the Wake Up Radio Army. And special shout out to FEMA Region 2 Acting Administrator, Bob Fenton, Robert Fenton. We see you, Bob. Thanks for keeping the lights on. Made it out of the dark winter. Hopefully that's just a bunch of bullshit that we won't ever have to deal with. Check out, check us out at, if you're listening on the IG, check us out at onthewakeupradio.com because we're going to talk about some heavy shit tonight and it's most likely going to be censored because that's how they do us. You can keep the IG on, but make sure you also bounce on over to onthewakeupradio.com. The link is in my bio. You can listen clear, crisp radio broadcasting from onthewakeupradio.com. So go check that out. Because as the night goes on, you will see the censorship. People will get kicked out of the live. The live stream will freeze, all that good stuff. But we will have the uninterrupted broadcast at onthewakeupradio.com. So check that out. You can also check out the archives at the SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. So when you do check out those archives, please hit the like button. Because at a certain point, we were at 111 out of a half a million podcasts on iTunes education. So we want to get bounced back up to that point. Also, hit that share button. Hit that share button and share this content with someone who you feel is on the wake up. Greatly appreciated. How y'all doing this evening? Back at it one more time. Hey, Cindy, I see you. You know how we do. We're just warming up the mic. My co-host might be able to join me this evening. I know, you know, he's had a wild couple of weeks. He's doing a lot of stuff. You know, all of us, we're doing a lot of stuff outside of here. So it's it's always a pleasure to be able to get on to the to the broadcast and just let off some steam. Thank you for everybody who's checking in right now, too. We um we definitely have a lot to talk about this evening. A lot of things going on in the world, and it's like there's so many, so many different angles we could approach it on. Oh, you like the shirt? Thank you, thank you. Peep my shirt. Freedom fighters, freedom fighters. See if you can name everybody on the shirt. Boom, boom. I got this shirt probably more than a decade ago. 
And it was from an old co-worker, her name was Denise. Denise is no longer with us. She's with the ancestors right now. It was for a secret Santa. And it's back when I worked at a foster care agency. And so everybody knew me as kind of like the revolutionary there. You know, I, it was a black, it most, most everybody at that foster care agency was either black or Latino. So, and you'd be surprised how many people who work in the system actually do have black pride, you know, and we have black Americans, Caribbeans, African people there working there. Everybody was on pretty much everybody was on the same page about the work that needed to be done. You had some people who were a little more revolutionary than other people. So for whatever reason, however it happened, I got myself a reputation over there. And so when Secret Santa came around, Denise got me this shirt and it almost got ruined in a fucking laundry fiasco. But that shit actually just made it look cooler. These little bleach marks right here. So want to give a shout out to Denise for that. Thank you for blessing me with this shirt because I still have it. I still rock it. Maybe we'll go over who's on it at another time. So much to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Last week, one thing that we touched on was the Spire Law Group lawsuit. And I actually posted some little excerpts from that on my page today. Just so people have an idea of the depths of the fuckery that happened in... Basically, between 2003 and 2012, $43 trillion were laundered out of this country. And when you start to read through the fine print and the details of what actually happened, because this touches on so many things. So let me start with some of the players, right? I should pull this up on on my search engine, too. You can pull this up, too. If you go to archive.org, we're going to do a little follow along right here, right? You know, because it's one thing to pull up information. Peace, peace. No one to trust. Peace, my brother. Good seeing you, bro. Been a while. It's one thing to do research, but it's it's another thing to kind of show people how to do research because I realize not everybody is acquainted with how to do research, you know? And the, the way I do my posts, I often put a lot of information, context clues, so that if you just look some of that stuff up, it's going to bring you into a world of content. <clears throat> Same thing with the hashtags on my posts. When I put hashtags, I usually put specific hashtags. And if you just click one of them, it's going to bring you into a world of shit. You know, I I don't like to spell things out for people, especially because y'all are intelligent. So I don't want to insult your intelligence. So I don't always put every little piece of information out there. But I put the information out there in a way that if you just pay attention and you look up some of the things that I put down there, then you're going to find the information. And and I like it when you all come to me with stuff too. Hey, brother, have you seen this? Have you looked this up? You know what I mean? Because we have a, y'all are very intelligent individuals. And so I appreciate your input because no one of us is greater than the whole of us. And that's kind of the situation that we're in right now. So with this one, I want y'all to go to archive.org and type in Spire 
Law Group. That's S-P-I-R-E Law Group. Archive.org, Spire Law Group. All right? Oh, shit. What? Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Put in the wrong thing. Okay. I was about to say, nah, don't do that now. Don't do me like that. Don't do that, dog. Spire Law Group. So <clears throat> when you go to archive.org, peace, 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 everybody tuning in, peace. So when you go to uh, archive.org, you're going to see two things. You're going to see Wayback Machine. Then you're going to see the actual search engine right below it. So don't go to the first one. Go to the second one. And let me see. Archive. If y'all don't know about archive.org, that is a wonderful place. One of the most wonderful places on the internet. And you're going to look for the, uh, there's actually a few of them that say the uh, basically $43 trillion governor, government, U.S. courts, something along those lines. And when you go to archive.org, you're going to see it come up. So I just want to name some of the players because this is now a lawsuit that was from October 25th, 10-25-2012, okay, is when this was filed in a New York court. And the defendants, this was filed against, I'm just going to name off some of these people, okay? Bank of America, Bank, Bank of America NA, Bank of America Corporation, Eric Holder, Anthony West, United States of America, the state of New York, John Corzine, Valerie Jarrett, Kamala Harris, Maya Harris West, Anita Dunn, Robert Bauer, Jeremy Ben Amin, J Street Inc., Howard Dickstein, Janine Ingle, you know Howard Dickstein probably got his ass whipped in high school. Janine English, Thomas V. Girardi, Walter Lack, Eric George, Sandor Samuels, Alan Rothenberg, Thomas Layton, John Hoonan, David Brock, Peter Krause. Oh, and the names just go on. It's, it's interesting to see Kamala Harris on here because this was, you know, what, nine years? No, 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 excuse me. 2012. Yeah, nine years, eight, nine years before she was even elected as the vice president. And it just goes on. There's a lot of names on here. It just goes on. I'm not going to read off all those names. We don't have that type of time. And I don't have that type of patience, honestly. But I'm going to start off. So I'm going to read this. This is the press release from the actual lawsuit. So Spire Law Group LLP's national homeowners lawsuit pending in the venue where the banksters control their $43 trillion racketeering scheme known as the largest money laundering and racketeering lawsuit in United States history and identifying $43 trillion of laundered money by the banksters and their U.S. racketeering partners and joint ventures now pinpoints the identities of the key racketeering partners of the banksters located in the highest offices of government and acting for their own self-interests. This isn't a lawsuit. This is the opening paragraph of the lawsuit. And again, if you want to follow along, 
archive.org. Go type in Spire Law Group, S-P-I-R-E Law Group, or you could just put that in your favorite search engine. I'm sure a whole bunch of interesting information is going to come up. In connection with the federal lawsuit now impending in the United States District Court in Brooklyn, New York, involving, among other things, a request that the district court enjoin all mortgage foreclosures by the banksters nationwide unless and until the entire $43 trillion is repaid to a court-appointed receiver. Plaintiffs now established the location of the $43 trillion of laundered money in a racketeering enterprise participated in by the following individuals without limitation. Attorney General Holder acting in his individual capacity, Assistant Attorney General Tony West, the brother-in-law of defendant California Attorney General Kamala Harris, both acting in their individual capacity, John Corzine, former New Jersey governor, Robert Rubin, former Treasury Secretary and bankster, Timothy Geithner, Treasury Secretary, acting in his individual capacity, Vikram Pandit, recently resigned and disgraced chairman of the board of Citigroup, Valerie Jarrett, a senior White House advisor, Anita Dunn, a former communications director for the Obama administration, Robert Bauer, husband of Anita Dunn and chief legal counsel for the Obama re-election campaign, as well as the banksters themselves and their affiliates and conduits. The lawsuit alleges serial violations of the United States Patriot Act, the policy of embargo against Iran and countries hostile to the foreign policy of the United States, and the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, commonly known as the RICO statute and other state and federal laws. Ladies and gentlemen, this shit, like, this is basically 700-something pages long. You know we're not reading all of that tonight, but just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the depths that this shit goes. Oh no, you say, see, see, this is what we told you. The plants are surviving says keeps freezing for me. Probably just, you know, it's not just you, my brother. It is probably a lot of people who are getting frozen out because whenever I go live, it always gets frozen. There's always some kind of fuckery every time. Never fails, bro. That's why. In fact, let me put it in there now. So everybody knows that. Go to onthewakeupradio.com and you can listen to the crisp, clear, uninterrupted broadcasts on thewakeupradio.com. Yeah, we don't want that shit, not tonight. So, um, Spire Law Group LLP is a national law firm whose motto is the public should be protected at all costs from corruption in whatever form it presents itself, end quote. The firm is comprised of lawyers nationally with more than 250 years of experience in a span of matters ranging from representing large corporations and wealthy individuals to also representing the masses. The firm is at the front lines litigating against government officials, banks, defunct loan pools, and now the very offshore entities where the corruption was enabled and perpetuated. So from what I understand, at this point, this lawsuit, um, I'm sure these people got all kind of threats. These, uh, 
the the lawsuit was sent to different venues all across the country, you know. A lot of fucked up stuff to basically let it fizzle out into non-existence. And you know, this this is this is going to be the backdrop for this conversation this evening because you know, we're not going to spend the whole night talking about this. This is kind of old news. This is more than a decade old or almost a decade old at this point. And This right here, so this is the preliminary statement from the lawsuit. It says, this lawsuit arises from, among other things, one, the deception in inducing plaintiffs to enter into loans and mortgages from approximately 2003 through 2007, and which were acquired or are serviced by defendants, two, the fraudulent and illegal use of MERS and other camouflage entities in connection with those loans and mortgages. Three, defendants breach of plaintiffs statutorily protected rights. Four, defendants breach and willful violation of numerous consumer and homeowner practice statutes, no protection statutes and willful violations of unfair business practices statutes, practices statutes by among other things, processing money from unknown sources and contravention of the Patriot Act and Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act. Five, accepting money transferring alleged assets and foreclosing upon alleged assets in in, uh, instances where the alleged assets do not exist and in which these defendants have no right or interest upon which they can act. And six, defendants continuing conversion and other tortious conduct intended to deprive plaintiffs of their money, property, and legal rights and remedies for the foregoing acts as described more fully below. Um, So basically what happened, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know the statute of limitations on these things. I, I, I wish I did. And I wish we could actually find some attorneys who want to talk about this. It, it's been difficult, you know, th- if you've been tuning into On The Wake Up Radio for a while, you know that we touch on some heavy topics. And we can't always find attorneys that want to dialogue about these type of things because, you know, they have reputations, they're on the bar, they don't want to be called conspiracy theorists and all that. But this is like, this is a real lawsuit that was uh, that was introduced, you know, that was filed. So one thing that was going on with this and... I really learned about this first from Craig B. Hewlett. Craig B. Hewlett, that is my man. I got his first book, The Hydra of Carnage. And then I got another book, A Philosophy, Corporatism and Empire, A Philosophy of Fascism, Postmodernity's Problematic. Okay? This isn't his first book or his second book. He's written other books, but these, for me, are the crucial books to have for my purposes. And so listening to Craig B. Hewlett is where I first heard about this lawsuit and blew my mind because it wasn't just the lawsuit, but this this went into some deep, dark conspiratorial areas, okay? Because None of the major news outlets published published uh, this published anything about this lawsuit when it was actually filed. And this is, you know, 
the largest fraud lawsuit in U.S. history. So you would think somebody in financial news would cover it, right? But no, but it was covered in one place. I think it was perhaps CNBC. I'm not sure who it was. It was some digital media, but kind of like a mainstream media source. And it was taken down almost immediately. But the individual who had put it up, he was some kind of executive, you know. I want to say CNBC, but I might be incorrect about where he was the executive. But what happened in between the posting of this article in, you know, somewhat mainstream media and the removal of this article, y'all might have heard of this. This, let me see if I can find an old one. Okay. Oh, here we go. So, the man who posted this, his name is Kevin Krim. Kevin Krim is, a, is or was a CNBC executive. He was... He was the general manager and senior vice president of CNBC Digital, which included CNBC.com. So this article, um, this article was released by CNBC.com, CNBC Digital. And then it was promptly taken down. I'm going to bring you back now, again, to 2012 headline. This article is actually from May 14, 2018. Headline, nanny who killed two kids gets life in prison. Dad calls her evil, utterly dangerous. Do y'all remember the nanny in New York who killed the two children? It was like Upper West Side or something along those lines. And the nanny ended up killing the two children in the tub. She went from looking at, you know, the family has three children. She went from looking as that at the children as, you know, her own children to killing the two. And then apparently in front of the mother, stabbing herself in the throat hard enough to snap a couple vertebrae, right? But she ended up living, going to trial. They gave her, you know, a life sentence. Was this a message and a warning to Kevin Krim? That's how a lot of people were looking at it at that time. So... The first one I heard to report on that, and really the only one I ever heard to report on that was Craig B. Hewlett. And, you know, he drew that connection. I know a couple of other people had, but that never really hit the mainstream. If you had just heard, because, you know, this was back when 
that was a big story in New York. That was a big story. You know, nanny kills children. Like, oh, shit. It's fucked up. Stabbed them to death. It's fucked up, right? But then, so as that's going on in the mainstream media, especially New York mainstream media, all of a sudden, you know, I hear this lone voice talking about the Spire Law Group lawsuit. Blew my fucking mind. Because... Then it all made sense. Like, oh, oh no, they they didn't just, she didn't just kill the children, you know? There was a larger story to it. So did somebody come into her home, into the family's home, and kill those children and try to kill the, the, the nanny? Because the force that would be needed for someone to stab themselves and Break two vertebrae? That's some deep shit, right? So did someone else do it? Was this woman a targeted individual? Was the nanny a targeted individual? You know, these are the type of questions that you have to ask in these situations. All we know is that this guy, Kevin Krim, posted this article on CNBC.com promptly removed it from cnbc.com and that same day his children were murdered you do the math ladies and gentlemen no disrespect to this man and his family it's been almost a decade so nobody's talking about this shit right now but fast forward so this lawsuit has so many names on it. I mean, and you, you kind of have to go back through other lawsuits that came up. You know, big lawsuits or just big media cases to, to put this in the proper context. This is my opinion. Because one thing that we've been saying since this new year it's it's madness, right, Mr. Eastland? Mad, pure fuckery. So one thing we've been saying, especially going into 2020, is that you have to look back at old information in order to put the present into context. That's the way that I'm looking at it right now, right? <clears throat> That's why I would go back to something like a 2020 case. Excuse me, 2012 case. So... You know, uh, I, I hope y'all are uh, looking through the lawsuit right now. Huh. Um, what's going on with my thing? Okay, okay, just making sure that everything is okay. Cause I'm I'm looking this up right now. I have the lawsuit out in front of me. Just seeing if there's anything interesting I can kind of pull out of that for tonight's conversation. But something else I want to go to, because that's just one example. That's just one example right there, okay? So another example would be, y'all remember the DC madam, right? Deborah Palfrey. And the DC madam, madam, excuse me, she was, uh, she had a, 
basically a prostitution ring where she was servicing the politicians of Washington, D.C. But it wasn't just the politicians. Deborah Palfrey, once all this came out, because, you know, Elliot Spitzer got caught up in it, and Elliot Spitzer was the, um, what was he, he was attorney general of New York or something along those lines. Oh, no, no, was he the governor of New York? He was the governor of New York at that time. And as a uh, attorney general, I believe, you know, his big thing was busting uh, cross-state prostitution, which is exactly what he was doing. So the irony of that, that's neither here nor there, right? So he got caught up in his shit. We learned about Deborah Palfrey and as the DC madam, and she went on Alex Jones and she said, you know, she would never kill herself. Lo and behold, she ends up killing herself. Now, one thing my big sister, and I will repeat this all the time, one thing my big sister uh, Toledo Books always says is bodies are expensive. The powers that be would much rather slander somebody or, you know, even make them kill themselves, drive them to insanity and to suicide. But to actually take somebody out is expensive and it has to be worth it. And, and when I mean say expensive, I mean costly. Because that's when all the conspiracy theory chatter comes up, right? So Deborah Palfrey, whatever she was sitting on, it was much better to have her dead, apparently. Because even though she says she would never kill herself, she was found hanging behind her mother's house or some wild shit like that, right? But... So her her attorney, basically after her death, went and began to release information and wanted to release their seat. So they knew everyone who was soliciting the services of the D.C. madam. And these weren't just, just politicians. You know, these are people in the intelligence community. This is all the upper echelons of Washington, D.C., Basically, we're being serviced by this prostitution ring, okay? So when you start to see the people, because the thing with this prostitution ring, and it goes deeper, and it's all going to connect to what we're talking about. So, I mean, I'll just start to name some of these corporations, companies, agencies, and you see if anything looks familiar to you, right? Um, ABB Power Generation, ACS Desktop Solutions, AETEA, Aiken Gump, Strauss and Howe, American Cellular Rental, American Land Concepts, and Track Technology. So with the DC Madam, they knew everybody who was calling her and they had their numbers and they could trace their numbers back to specific people. And for the sake of the media, they didn't release the actual people who were soliciting these services. Like if there was a call from the Pentagon, they could tell you what office that came from in the Pentagon. But that's not what this attorney did. He just named 
the office or the agency that was soliciting these services without going all the way to who actually was soliciting these services, right? Heidi Fleiss, that's another one. Um, see, I got to look her stuff up because that's, um, hold on, how do you spell this lady? Heidi Fleiss. Right. Let's see if we can, um, see if we can pull her up too because right this is all relevant to what we're talking about right now because these are all high profile high profile Johns basically um let me see if I can because this thing's asking me for for cookies fuck your cookies bitch Okay, so some names, before I even go into the rest of the Deborah Palfrey stuff, some of the names on the Heidi Fleiss list were Johnny Depp, George Lucas, Hugh Hefner, Billy Idol, Sean Penn, Nicolas Cage, Robert Shapiro, that's OJ's lawyer, Jack Nicholson, Mick Jagger, Robert Evans, Don Simpson, Mario Andretti, okay? Um... That may not be the official list, but those are some big names on there. Uh, so let's go back to Deborah Palfrey, right? Because there's some real names on there. So let me see. I'm going through the list right now. Bell Atlantic Mid, BML and Associates. Bucks County Free Library. I don't know some of us, some librarian was getting his rocks off on downtime. <laughs> he said, "Fuck this shit. Get on the DC, madam. <laughs> it's quiet in here today." The uh, Army Capabilities Integration. All right. The Army's Army Capabilities Integration Center, ARCIC, is the Army's leader in the identification, design, development, and synchronization of capabilities into the Army current modular force and the future modular force, bringing together all the Army agencies as well as joint multinational and other DOD agencies to manage rapid change. ARCIC supports TRADOC in providing adaptive soldiers, leaders, and units by contributing to the development of doctrine, TTPs, and the collective training experience, okay? Right. Chuck Schumer was on the Heidi Fleiss list, okay? So Chuck Schumer, you know, D.C. Senator, uh, D- excuse me, D.C. Congressman. So I go to that whole Albany situation, right? Because we know Albany's been compromised. We could talk about how Albany's been compromised too a little bit more as we go into the program. So that's one. And, you know, I'm from New York, so that I can speak better about the New York stuff. But it doesn't mean it's not going on in other places, all right? So you just heard the Army Capabilities Integration Center were soliciting services from the D.C. Madam, okay? That, at the very least, is... Now you have individuals who have been compromised, okay? 
who've been compromised. Still going through the list, like I said, Bucks County Free Library, which is crazy. Chevron Core, Commonwealth Orthopedics, Constellation Energy BGE. These are some of the, so this is the list that the attorney for the DC Madam put out, okay? Constellation Energy, a Fortune 125 competitive energy company based in Baltimore, is the nation's largest supplier of wholesale power and competitive electricity to large commercial and industrial customers and major generator of electricity with a diversified fleet of power plants strategically loaded throughout, located throughout the U.S. So you see what happened in Texas, right? Whatever happened in Texas with the power outages and the the you know the deep freeze, the power outage during the deep freeze, that's the type of shit that can happen when your power grid has been compromised. Okay. Who's doing the compromising? I don't know. But we're gonna put that one constellation energy and see what comes up there. If y'all want to look into this stuff too, that would be great because then we can kind of keep this show rolling a little bit faster. See, let me just do I'm going to do a troll search in Constellation Energy. Oh, excuse me. Constellation Energy in Texas. It came up for me. I didn't even have to do it. It came up for me. Okay. So Constellation Texas rates. Hmm. Yeah, this is this is too much to dive into right now, but Constellation does actually do business in Texas. Okay. So now it's an easy, just easy, real easy, quick search. But that's the type of thing, like that's how we need our people thinking about this type of stuff. Okay. Put the pieces together for yourself because we all we have little pieces of information, little bits of information. And when you see something that you feel there may be a correlation. That's when you want to just dig a little bit deeper into it. And you want to either prove it or disprove it for yourself, okay? And if you feel comfortable enough, present it to the people. Mm. So going on, ConAgra Foods, Inc. Um, Let me see, DHHS, Office of the Inspector. Ooh, what is that? DHHS, Office of the Inspector. What is that? Of the inspector. These are people, again, who have been compromised by, oh, oh, I'm dumbing out. Department of Health and Human Services, Office of the Inspector General. It's so funny that my eyes came to that because we told you about the Office of the Department of Health and Human Services and the Office of the Inspector General. These are also the people who received over $121 million worth of ammunition and training. Specifically, the Office of Inspector General received training in domestic special operations between the years of 2006 and 2014, I believe. Okay. Why would the Health and Human Services? Office of Inspector General, the OIG, received $120 million, $121 million worth of training supplies. That means um, automatic weapons, 
the use of those weapons, um, ammunition, some of that ammunition, hollow point ammunition, okay? Basically paramilitary gear for domestic special operations. So it's interesting that DHHS is on this list with the DC madam as one of the people, one of the agencies who were soliciting their services. Oh, the National Institute of Health as well. DHHS, NIH, OLRS. Okay. Right. Right. Ooh, Mr. Eastland said, looks at it through the lens of occult practices. This is true. This is true. And we're going to get into that. See, that this is why I love y'all, man. Because, okay, so we know that these people were soliciting prostitutes, right? Um, the FBI, the Embassy of Japan, um, GE Information Services. Just remember some of these names, okay? Because, again, this is the D.C. matter. So we told you what constellation. Defense Group Inc. Here's another one with a description. A high-technology company advancing public safety and national security through innovative research, new technologies, and systems assessments, DGI has key competencies in U.S. strategy and policy, intelligence, weapons of mass destruction, vulnerability assessments, and homeland security, as well as technologies and products that support first responder and medical communities. So basically, you got some high-tech shit that, you know, is probably everybody's not privy to it. Sounds like a, a private contractor of sorts, maybe a government contractor, but some, you know, one of those marriages between, uh, what do you call it? Private set, private sector and government, right? I'm sure there's a lot of back and forth between government and private, right? So let me see. And I'm just, like I said, I'm just reading off the ones that are really jumping out. Hewlett Packard. Okay. The, the printer people. Okay. Motherfucker. Y'all need to get pussy too. Okay. Houston Associates. This one. U.S. Army Training and Doctrine Command, TRADOC. So, hold on. Didn't... Oh! The Army Capabilities Integration, okay? So, the remember I told you about the Army Capabilities Integration Center, ARCIC, or ARCIC, right? It's the... It's the Army's leader in the identification, design, development, and synchronization of capabilities into the Army current modular force and the future modular force, bringing together all the Army agencies as well as joint multinational and other DOD agencies to rapid manage, manage change. ARSIC supports TRADOC in providing adaptive soldiers, leaders, and units <clears throat> by contributing to the development of doctrine, TTPs, and the collective training experience. So they work with TRADOC, but what? U.S. Army Training and Doctrine Command is on the list too. So I just want folks to think for a minute, okay? You see how deep, and this is, you know, this is part of the, <clears throat> the, um, basically the, <clears throat> the lawsuit that was filed by the attorney of the D.C. madam after her death. 
because he wanted to continue the work and kind of bring light to these different agencies who were involved in the soliciting of the services of the DC madam. Okay. Tradoc. Tradoc recruits, recruits, trains, and educates the army soldiers, develops leaders, supports training in units, develops doctrine, establishes standards, and builds the future army. Builds the future army. Builds the future army. Tradoc is the architect of the army and, quote, thinks for the army, end quote, to meet the demands of a nation at war while simultaneously anticipating solutions to the challenges of tomorrow, as well as soliciting prostitutes. For, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I added that last part in there, but that's what they do, okay? Um, so you heard what they do. The architect of the army and thinks for the army, okay? So just think about the type of clientele that was being serviced through this, this uh, house of horrors. I don't know. What's the, what's the PC term for it right now? I'm not sure. If someone could tell me, please let me know. Lockheed Martin MS2 Baltimore. Lockheed Martin MS2. Uh, what's that? MS2 provides surface, air, and undersea applications on more than 460 programs for U.S. military and international customers, okay? So you already know what that is. National Drug Intelligence Center, established by the Department of Defense Appropriations Act 1993, placed under the direction and control of the Attorney General. Ooh, NDIC was established to coordinate and consolidate drug intelligence from all national security and law enforcement under the control of the attorney general, folks. So hold on. Let's go back to your man, Elliot Spitzer, right? Because now, now we're going to do some asshole shit right here, right? And we're just going to look up National Drug and NDIC. Elliot Spitzer, NDIC. All right. And see if anything comes up. Because we don't have time to not look into that shit. Okay. So let's just look him up as Attorney General and see what that shit was about, right? Because I think we might find something in that shit. So, where are we at? Okay, so he was the New York State Attorney General, right? And this is from Wikipedia, mind you, okay? But this is Elliot Spitzer. As Attorney General Spitzer stepped up the profile of the office... Traditionally, state attorneys general have pursued consumer rights cases, concentrating on local fraud while deferring national issues to the federal government. Breaking with traditional deference, Spitzer took up civil actions and criminal prosecutions relating to corporate white-collar crime, securities fraud, internet fraud, and environmental protection. The New York Attorney General's office has Wall Street and thus many leading corporate and financial institutions within its jurisdiction. Also, the New York... So this is interesting, right? Because that's around the time that all that Spire lawsuit stuff was going on, right? 
Also, the New York Attorney General wields greater than usual powers of investigation and prosecution of corporations under New York State's general business law. In particular, under the Martin Act of 1921, the New York Attorney General has the power to subpoena witnesses and company documents pertaining to investigations or fraud or illegal activity by a corporation. Spitzer used this statute to allow his office to prosecute cases which have been described as within federal jurisdiction. Spitzer used his authority in his civil action against corporations and criminal prosecutions against their officers. It proved useful in the wake of several U.S. corporate scandals that began with the collapse of Enron in 2001. So the thing with the Spire Law Group lawsuit, they say that after 9-11, because Enron happened before 9-11, after 9-11 happened, the country was in such disarray that the banksters, is what they call these people, used that opportunity to basically steal this money. So between 2003 and 2007 and leading up to 2012, they were able to launder $43 trillion out of the country because nobody was paying attention. They were able to, um, like all that subprime mortgage loaning and all that stuff, they were stealing money, they were stealing information, they were stealing people's real estate, their properties, you know, in the end of the day. It was all orchestrated. So when when the financial collapse finally happened in 2008, and this is going to even go to Steve's in the Temple, folks. This was written in 2004, and it's about... The central banks and how we're this is the America, believe it or not, this is our fourth central bank, our fourth failed experiment. And in every situation, the central banks in the United States, they they adopt the fractional reserve system, which means they only have a percentage, a small percentage of the actual money in the bank. And they basically run us into debt. And then the banksters, the central bankers specifically make off like bandits with our money and plunge us into depression. So in 2004, Andre Eglishon saw the economic collapse coming and he called it, right? So according to his Wikipedia, going back to Elliot Spitzer now. It proved useful in the wake of several U.S. corporate scandals that began with the collapse of Enron in 2001. Several of these corporations, as well as the brokerage houses that sold their stock, were accused of having inflated stock values by unethical means throughout the 1990s. When inquiries into these allegations by U.S. Securities and Exchange Commissions and Congress failed, Spitzer's office used its subpoena power to obtain corporate documents building cases against the firms, both in courtrooms and in public opinion, okay? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on one second, ladies and gentlemen. Ha-ha! <laughs> My brother. How you doing, man? Folks. My brother John just came on the line. If you want to hear him, tune in on onthewakeupradio.com. Where you can hear him. What's up, brother man? Oh, here we go with the, 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 the fucking Bluetooth. 
You hear me? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? What's up, what's up? I made it. Yay. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, man. We just going in on these cocksuckers right now. So, yeah. Can you, if you can, man, get on the IG Live, too, and just turn down the volume All so right. people can hear this conversation. Because I'm going – I don't know if you saw this post I did on the Spire Law Group lawsuit. And basically, this is the how all these people, the Bank of Americas and J.P. Morgan Chase and all these cocksuckers just laundered $43 trillion out of this country over a period of time, 2003 to basically 2007, and then, you know, even up to 2012. And so just give a backdrop for even this whole conversation tonight. Because so now I'm on Elliot Spitzer, this cocksucker, and talking about how he was attorney general because as I was looking, so okay, you're military man. Anything you can't answer to, you just you know, just yeah, blink yeah, twice. Yeah. Tiger, I know Tiger violator. You already know, you just blink twice. Because so I'm on Tradoc right now. Yeah. You know about Tradoc? Human me. I might have so many acronyms have gone through my fucking head, bro. Right, right. Hold on, let me see. Alfredo De Luna says AGs are just as crooked, like Barr, that was on the board of law of a law firm. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on for a second. Yeah, I'm trying to get this shit squared away. Shit, yep, this- yep. Oh yeah, they're talking about how corrupt AGs are right now. Oh shit, what did I just do? Fuck what it. did you do? I don't know. He says AGs are just as crooked like Barr that was on the board of law firm that was doing business with one of the companies that drug addict Biden was running. And that's why Hunter was never prosecuted. Well, goddamn, I did not know that. Because Barr was compromised, I believe it though. It's fucking hilarious how so much cinema is sitting here telling you, like, hey, man, <laughs> point you in this direction, how to call type shit. And you sitting there clapping during the credits and shit, like, uh-huh. little Marvel Hydra shit just off the hip, like. Right, right. So many other fucking actual fucking goddamn movies and novels and. and uh. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because I'm gonna talk. We gonna talk to that tonight. Did you see the new movie with this man? Um, with, with your man, oh, Mike, Mike, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I just saw it the other day. And shit, yeah. How'd was, you like it? I'm proud of him, man. I'm proud of him. He did game games and shit. You know what I mean, he's yeah. in here personifying characters and shit, man. It's like his, his career is elevating. I'm proud of him. Right. But, yeah. Why? But the right, the plot and and the, that movie for me it did what it was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a good action movie. It was brother and he kicked a lot of ass in it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But now you, you've seen the movie The Long Kiss Goodnight, right? With Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. With Sam Jackson and Gina Davis. Uh-huh. And in that movie, I, I call them the Long Kiss Goodnight movie moments when they basically they tell you. What the fucking the peep the propaganda? That's why we say peep the propaganda, folks, because they tell you what the plan is, like the real plan in real life, what the fuck they want to do. And long kids, good night. They said, 
sadly, we can't fake killing two, 3,000 people, so we're just going to have to do it for real. Blame it on the Muslims, naturally. Then we get our funding. It was some rogue CIA shit working with terrorists in order to, you know, basically they were going to kill a whole bunch of, of Americans or you no know, innocent people in order to get their funding because, you know, whatever reason that they gave. So this movie had one of those long kids goodnight moments, right? Uh-huh. You remember that shit, right? Where he's got the, you know what I'm saying? He got my yeah, man got hemmed up. It's, it's, it's the, the, the lesser of greater evils, they, they call it. You know that I man? It's like, all right, it's patriot. You know what I mean? Come on, bro. Like, right. They, if we just fucking, like, what do we talk about all the time? Repop- redistributing the, uh, the census. You know what I mean? Keeping that money and counted for every fucking cent, per county and every state. A lot of this shit is seized up, bro. All these good idea intention fairies and shit. These niggas run around. Ah, come to me to this gala, the national prayer breakfast. Right, right. <laughs> Rest in power, Doug Coe. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Like, like, yeah. like, Yo, and you see what you talked, what you said right there, B? So, <clears throat> because, <clears throat> excuse me. So, where you came in on the conversation just mm-hmm. now, right? J- Sacred Vessel, she said, Revelation of the Method. Exactly. Revelation of the Method. That's what they do in these movies. They let you know what the fuck they want to do to us. Then they carry it out. Even if it's, you know, a decade later or five years later, they still do that shit. When did that movie, when did that movie Unlocked come out? Hold on. Unlocked with Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, Michael, I ain't seen Michael Douglas movies since that damn uh, falling down. That shit had me hot and bothered, bro. Yeah, I know. Oh, twenty seventeen. Okay, so that Michael Douglas movie came out in twenty seventeen. And in the end, of, in in that movie, the bad guy said basically, you know, there was a whole bunch of Americans over in some other country. And they were about to release this pathogen on these people. They were gonna release. A hemorrhagic fever on the people, right? Uh-huh. We're gonna release a hemorrhagic fever in this in this soccer stadium, and then the people they would go back home, so they'd be infected. They wouldn't know it. They would come back home, and then they would infect their you know respective towns and cities, and then they would get the the government, whoever this rogue government person. We get what they wanted, more security, immediate access to Americans' medical records. The lady's like, you're talking about medical martial law. He said, I'm talking about a stress test. That's what he Uh, said verbatim. That's what he said. I'm talking about a stress test of our, you know, of our ability to respond to this, you know. But she said medical martial law. And what the and I posted this man. I shit. I watched that movie in like 2018, 2019. I posted about that shit, you know. And again, and you and I, we I'm pretty sure we talked about that, you know, on past shows. And, and so, folks, when we say that we had an inkling that some shit was going, it's stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In the end of the day, like hold on, what you was the? I'm about to cut you off. What was the fucking? What was the television show when they had? Was it John Malkovich or what? One of the motherfuckers. And he was sitting there hogtied with it, with duct tape and shit. Like, and it was utopia. Oh yeah, yeah. Did utopia. you watch that show? Because I ain't watched that yet. I saw that. Uh, yes, on Amazon. I watched that whole shit. It came out last year. So there's a British version. I didn't see that one. That came out in like 2012 or something. 
but the the what's it John Cusack version came out last year. Yeah. It was filmed in 2019, August of 2019, and it dropped in the middle of the pandemic, yo. And everything that they were talking about, like it was crazy because I was watching that shit in the midst of the pandemic. I'm like, motherfucker, like this is what's happening right now. Like, this is what's going on right fucking now. They're letting us know. And you, you saw it, man, and they were saying that the the vaccine and folks go and check us out. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go go check us out at on the wake radio.com. Okay. You can keep the IG on, but the connection's about to get real dicey from here on out. Okay. Y'all might get yeah, kicked you know out. Vibe. You know the vibe. Okay. You, 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 y'all might get kicked out. Just letting you know now. If your screen starts freezing and all that, it's because we're about to get into some shit. We were already talking about some shit. Now we're really going to get into some shit, okay? So, like you were saying, in this show, Utopia, yeah, they were like, you know, you have them unsolving this mystery. They're like, oh, oh this vaccine, you're going to kill all these people? He's like, no, no, that's not it. And he was like, basically, it's going to sterilize y'all motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? But you won't know. For three generations, you won't know for three generations, and you're gonna see these numbers, the birth numbers go up, and then it's gonna slowly decline. What are you gonna have, say, bro? Have you heard the stories of the fucking women that are that are teach? Well, first of all, teachers now that have these vaccinations are being told not to come back to work mm. because if you got a vaccination. You're like, nah, because we're hearing they're hearing that people that have these vaccinations are around people that are pregnant and other females and making these other females infertile via fucking distance. And you, these people ain't got, you see what I mean? That's, they ain't got the vaccination. Yep. I, was, I forgot. That was on, I think I reposted that somewhere. I forgot. I, fucking, that yeah. was a, I believe that was. But if that's what they're talking about, man. I'm like, you've seen all these fucking masks. Now all these celebrities are talking about it now. These masks with these fucking Magellan's fibers and them getting activated under warm water and shit. It's like, ah, oh, they wacky, wacky on alcohol. It's like, explain that. Nigga, if I could get an armored car to go from one destination to another destination to have that money there, un- unmolested, you can explain where the fuck these masks got fucking molested by these fucking fibers injected to every, like, come on, we gotta, like, it needs oh. to be kind of committee or some shit of COVID committee, like uh, right. See, and that's the thing. So the conversations that we're having right now, just even though we're up on shit, especially people who are listening to these broadcasts and listening to this network and you know sharing this information, we are way behind the fucking ball because. How many people do you see a day wearing those masks with the fucking Morgellons in it? Most Americans don't even know that Morgellons exists, let alone is in the mask and in their fucking bodies, okay? And they damn sure don't know how to detox from Morgellons, okay? Another name for Morgellons is cross-domain bacteria. That was a coin by this guy, Dr. Caldecott, Caldecott. I can't remember how to pronounce his name, Caldecott, some shit like that, but cross-domain bacteria. And they call it that because it's not just in one world. It's not just in the bacteria world. It's just a little fungus. It's a little bacteria. It might be a little viral. You know, It's different fucking creatures in one creature. 
and the, the shells that are on the Morgellons, they can ex they can withstand high heat. It's it's not gonna break down the the uh, Morgellons in the stomach acid. Okay, so this is what John's talking about. This shit is in the masks. It's in the mask, and it's—I mean—it's in our clothes. It's in our fucking food. Do a close-up of a McDonald's chicken nugget, and you'll see uh, that. That's, that. Like this fucking children's meat, man. Goddamn, <sighs> fast food is fucking homeless, and children's fucking meat. It's fucked up to even say some shit like that, but like fucking disgusting, right? But it's true. Everybody's too busy fucking trying to fucking keep up with the Joneses and, and fucking trying to meet a measure of fucking standard or fucking or just distracted with social media. And it could be a fucking agent. I could be a goddamn government employee that's supposed to be fucking duly delegated to fucking inquire about these types of fucking things. But people don't have that zeal. We've been dociled and pacified, bro. Right. Even if this shit, all this shit was popular, this shit wouldn't be happening. Like, if we had the type of generation from like the fucking 60s or the 40s or whatever the fuck, regardless of race, but the type of fucking mm -hmm. intelligence of to go after fucking something that's, you know, like, hey, 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 we gotta find out about this. This is nefarity. Right, right. Shit don't exist no more, bro. So, that perfect example, the whole antitrust section of the government. At one point, we had a department of antitrusts or something like that to make sure that big monopolies didn't form. At a certain point, there was like one motherfucker in the office. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this fucking paperwork. God damn it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was work, honey. Like, fuck those nuggets. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, one motherfucking. I went. Wait, yeah. When did this? The, the the beginning and end of this antitrust. Um, hold in the on. scope in the scope of their reference, the scope of their reference. What was it like? Right. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I could pull it up real quick. Oh, see if it's still around. A antitrust division. Okay, there's still something going on. Oh, Richard A. Powers, acting assistant attorney general. But is this the antitrust division? Um, what's new in the antitrust? Okay, okay. What's new in the antitrust division? This was on the website. That's what it says. Uh -huh. Um, I don't know, but I the, the, all that antitrust shit isn't going on. So I, I'm guessing they just got them bogged down with paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> What's this motherfucker's name? Richard. Like, quick, Dick, bring these papers over to room 18B <laughs> and make copies. Get down to sub-basement 46. Like, like, <laughs> those elevators haven't been serviced in years. Like, right, right. Like, we need you to reproduce these top-secret paper letterheads ASAP. Oh, oh, oh. you reminded me. I saw some shit on Instagram. This motherfucker, I think this was in Norway or whatever, or Belgium. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker had this little fucking capsule corp from fucking machine, like Dragon Ball Z. It was like, in this, we can make any material we so desire in space out of thin air, like type of shit. And I was like, what? You mm -hmm. can make copper, we can make plastics, paper. I said, what the fuck you mean? And tell me why I posted that shit on my, one of my fucking pages. I think I saw it. Go ahead. And this nigga had it in one of the slides. Tell me why I had a chair in there. A fucking chair? Yeah, because he had like the, the pillar. It was like a podium with like a thing in the middle. 
And it was like, this is like the sun. We can produce any type of material, elemental material. I was like, oh, word, that's fire. So I'm scrolling. And at the end, last clip was like a picture of a chair that was affixed inside. Like it was like made to be inside this machine that makes anything. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't like, oh yeah, we're gonna put this chair in here so I can sit down and do some inspections. No, that shit was in there, part of the assembled assembled apparatus. Like how we gonna have a nigga grown out of here, you're gonna be sitting. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like like we need a place for him to sit when he's when he's spawned type of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I thought they had niggas in bags and shit now. So another shit with another motherfucking bags. Long story short, so much technology. Yeah. People are coming up left field making like this is our money at the end of the day. Fuck that. Mm. This is all of our money. This is you being somewhere you don't want to fucking be. This is where you and your family members, where you taking your energy, your vest, your, your 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 potential and making another motherfucker's dream come true. Because you you've all been fucking shelved, I get or financially castrated by this system because everybody's that's in on it. You know what I mean? Ain't letting us in on a party because if we right. are the fucking the entertainment that we people are fucking subscribing for is culture. Like, right. Right. Exactly. Who's, who's I say so. Right. And you got these people, you know, basically like you know, running these experiments on us, essentially. You know, oh, let's build this toy and see what it does. You know what I'm saying? Directed energy weapon on California type of shit. Now we got people wanting to block out the sun and now they're talking about it publicly. Finally. It's like it took a month of fucking Sundays, but it's like the fact that y'all entertaining this man because he has resources, everybody on some cuck shit. The whole country right. on cuck shit to these billionaires. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get the fuck right. out of here, bro. It's a, it's a great idea. Just block the sun. Like, yes, block the sun. Like, nigga, like... Don't worry, we'll get you. We'll get you a contract. We'll get you a position when you get out of military service with motherfucker like a GS fifteens for Raytheon or some shit. You know what I mean? People are just even like people that work on these projects. You know what I mean? When they're approached with these by these individuals with these resources, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like that 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 fork in the road. You are gonna cross that bridge, but niggas don't want to end up like Robert Scott Lazar or fucking. You know what I mean? Other individuals and shit. It's just like, ah. Right, Phil Schneider. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fucking, yo, and okay, so bet. Because that that's right there. Mm-hmm. You just said something that kind of connects in with this whole thing. Because, like, the backdrop for this fucking conversation is huge right now, ladies and gentlemen. Because, oh, yeah, you're talking about the blocking of the sun. Well, who are some of the, the, the guilty parties in this right now? You've got Bill Gates. You've got Harvard University. But what other wealthy philanthropist was involved with Harvard University? Well-known wealthy philanthropist billionaire. Oh, you talk, you, that chap who's met, where's his bitch these days? <laughs> say his name, John. Say his name. It's not like Shazam. Say my name so that my powers may flow through you. Like, <laughs> Shazam. Like, name. Mr. Black Bull. See, I'm trying to be an actor. I'm trying to be an actor. I can't. Limited liability, Cameron. 
can't. Jeffrey Epstein. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> it? Jeffrey Epstein was involved. That's so it's Jeffrey Epstein was involved with Harvard University. They had the Jeffrey Epstein Foundation. Yeah, yeah, I may not have known about that. Jeffrey Epstein Foundation, just like you would have a Bill Gates Foundation, you had a Jeffrey Epstein Foundation, a distinguished foundation where we are working with the University of the Virgin Islands. <laughs> yeah, they had that shit. And the Jeffrey Epstein, the sixth foundation, or whatever fucking number he was. And so he was working with Harvard University and with Bill Gates. And with Larry Summers, the former president of Harvard University, and with other people, Alan Dershowitz, a fucking professor at, at Harvard University, okay? So you think it's any coincidence that they're uh, continuing this cocksucker's work? And you know who else? Now to wrap it all into the beginning of this conversation now, the D.C. madam was trafficking women who, two and four, Jeffrey Epstein. So this goes back to all the people that I was naming, all the fucking departments, whether it was military or private sector, they right. were. And of course, not because we all these individuals that held that information that in his book, oh, this would this is too damaging. These judges, these I swear by God before the country that I swear to uphold and protect our constitutional rights. What the fuck happened to all that fucking fervor and zeal by these prosecutors, judges? You know what? There needs to be like a drop squad hit list, like a like oh, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. You're talking about being an actor. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I think, um, whoa, whoa, super producers are some wild shit. Why Bill, Gates, why Bill Gates thinking about running for president in 2024? The fuck is in the injectables? They obeying switch. God damn. Yeah, he really running for press. Stop it. You better Don't not even. Ugh. I hope not. That is fucking. Man, this is a fucking. This, is a this really is a simulation. It is right, and it's like whoever you know what I'm saying. Like he's probably going to some fucking machine and just injecting his brain power into it. You know, yo, big but, up to Ash for crazy. Wait, that movie. You know, I keep, I keep going back for movies. Like that was the Johnny, the Johnny Depp movie, Transcendence. Transcendence, right? Exactly. That was a movie actually. That was a good movie. I finally saw it a few months ago. That was a really good movie. And it was telling too, right? Because right, it's appropriate to the conversation. Because all, all this nanotechnology, okay, the fucking Morgellons, that shit is people are sniffing into their fucking faces off of this mask. All that shit. That's the type of stuff that that was uh that he was putting out there with the Morgellons. Uh, excuse me, with, with the movie Transcendence, right? All this nanotechnology that was going into the people, turning them into fucking cyborgs, basically. Super powerful, superhuman cyborgs that acted as, as a hive consciousness. Mm -hmm. That hive consciousness yeah. shit. I'm telling right. you, bro, like, and that's where we're going with this. Like, you got these motherfuckers literally, like, not questioning it. 
eject people's relative people, people, family members, motherfuckers. Like we got people on both sides of the fence. Like, I, mean, I, I got the shot. What? I, got, I know a couple of Marines that said that shit. I said, what? Nigga, what all sick as hell? Like a couple of them say, yo, you right, motherfuckers ain't answering me the phone now, bro. Type of shit. Like, ah, oh, a couple of niggas ain't answering the phone. Like, ah, oh, don't do social media type shit. Like, dude, I ain't got no way to reach you. Type of shit. But it's like, ah, you make your decisions. But then again, later on down the line, let's say 15 masks later or booster right. shot. We got to go to the year booster shot 54 and shit. Like, mm-hmm. every year these niggas is getting a fucking supplementally, supplemental fucking injection. Right. That's six months and 12 months. Like, what? Twice a year, nigga? What? Does that mean they have to get? Two more, or is that four? If they have to get two more boosters a year in in a twelve years span, <laughs> that mean four more shots. Like really, then y'all are accepting this shit. Look, the, uh, this is Mister Eastland. This is one of our friends, John. He said, he said, DC Madam Heidi Fleiss. Hold on, hold on. He said, DC Madam Heidi Fleiss, Epstein, Maxwell, all Mossad op agents. Talk that good shit. Hmm. I see that there. You know what I'm saying? You see that there. Exactly. All Mossad op agents. So and this is like just but it's, I mean, it's, like, it's still all our money though. All the Mossad that we that's the greater Jerusalem expansion, bro. Greater mm-hmm. it's really expansion with five countries, all that war and shit. Like generals knew. Like they come here, we've been too comfortable allowing people in these borders. You worried about the wrong immigrants. Y'all mm-hmm. been worried about the wrong immigrants. Henry Ford told you niggas y'all was worrying about the wrong immigrants. Mm-hmm. And look what we got now. Peer fuckery. Peer fuckery. And, and a whole list of compromised individuals. So now, right, so going back to this list now, because I'm reading off of the DC Madam's list of who, you know, were soliciting her services. And this is, you know, U.S. And that's why I was asking U.S. Army Training and Doctrine Command, TRADOC. You know, um, but they don't want to ask her for fucking what you are. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. National National Drug Intelligence Center. And that's why I went back to Epstein, not Epstein, to fucking Elliot Spitzer when you came in, because that was established by the Department of Defense Appropriations Act 1993, placed under the direction and control of the attorney general. NDIC was established to coordinate and consolidate drug drug intelligence from all national security and law enforcement. It was just ironic to me how the the NDIC is under the control of the attorney general and Spitzer was the attorney general for New York and also a John for the DC madam. Nigga, it's called connect the dots. (laughs) Bro, we need to grab up the comptroller. Like the whoever's in charge of the coin, Ooh. we need to grab this nigga, bro. Like everybody in that comptroller office for this country. Mm-hmm. Yup, yup. Sit that motherfucker down. Because I mean, we got to look at this. Like with all the things that have happened in this country so far, mm-hmm. what's next? A blackout. Mm. Versus, I mean, you got you got motherfuckers that are openly refusing to take the injection financial castration mm-hmm. blackout you know what i mean you gotta look at it look at the fucking attention span of america you think what are these 
these these these computer savvy individuals who don't call them hackers anymore. You know what I mean? Like Mr. Robot motherfuckers. What are they doing? Do they even have moral compasses? Like, what is their plan? Like, imagine that. Like, uh, as far as thinking, as far as contingencies, like they see the shit. Like, of course, people are going to stack their coin and shit. I mean, granted, people like, oh, that'll never happen. They will never have a black eye. But imagine if it was something controlled for a little bit of time. Look, Look at what California. happened in Texas. California, yeah, California, Texas, and shit. They shut that shit down. Mm-hmm. Yep. or something yeah. like that, bro. They're gonna mm-hmm. have people in these fucking in these cages in these deserts in these open air fucking internment camps and shit that we've seen so on social. You think that shit is just there for purchase? Yo, speaking of, I'm glad you said that too. So there was a oh man, I got this saved somewhere. Huge delivery of body bags. Uh-huh. Like pallets and pallets of fucking body bags. And, you know, the person who was on the, he went and went, brought his camera down to it and said cadaver bags. You know what I'm saying? Like each box has a certain amount in them. Like let's say four to 10 bags or some shit like that. Then you got a stack on a pallet. And then you got thousands of pallets. The fuck are they going to do with those? You know, bro, like remember Madison County, Georgia? Sure, talk about it. Plastic uh, bins, like fucking three to five adult fucking bodies could fit in one. Yep. Where are those at nowadays? (sighs) They've probably been disseminated to the four corners of this country at this point, because that was how long? That was more than a decade ago, right? More like the 10 corners of this country, sir. Ooh, say that shit, brother. Ooh, right. 10 FEMA regions. Hey, shout out your FEMA region, too. If you're on the IG live, shout out your FEMA region. We hail from FEMA region, too. Who's your FEMA region administrator? We got uh, fucking Bob Fenton. Thank you. Acting FEMA region administrator. What's your FEMA region? Shout it out, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on the IG. If you don't know it, look it up real quick and shout it out. We want to know who's representing in here. And look what movie that comes from. The sectioning off. Predictive programming, fucking Hunger Games. The Hunger Games, right? With the high speed rail system. Mm-hmm. The train, you know, you already know about that one. And another one. What was Bill Gates just caught? So he had apparently the Turkish news aired that shit. I think it was that evergreen, ever given ship. Mm-hmm. That uh, we were talking about, we went back and forth. It's evergreen, ever given. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that night, you shit. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> They said this motherfucker has some kind of weapon on there that would fucking uh, fuck up the fucking crops in this country. And basically, try to, he basically had some kind of fucking weapon that would starve out uh, this country. And he was going to bring it here and he was going to stop cattle from fucking being sold. Basically, he was going to stop the sale of beef so they could have this fucking fake meat shit. So I'm saying, like, like this shit is like really soylent green hunger games. It's like a diabolical motherfucker. It, yo, speaking of right, so you talking about soylent green hunger game shit. You know what's like I got some shit that's really been like bothering me for the last year. Yes. yes. Like I, you know, I haven't really mentioned too much, but yo, in the last year, I know three individuals, brother who have received heart transplants, who were on that fucking donor list for a long ass time. <clears throat> all in one year, the year of 2020, they all received new hearts. Do the math, brother. 
Uh, that's hard. You know, these, these, and these individuals are of our persuasion. They are all melanated, yes. So white folks don't like hearts no more? It's not that. It's just that. I'm just, yeah, like. There's such an abundance of yeah, organs yeah. right now. There's such an abundance of organs right now that they were able to get. It's not, to me, it's not a coincidence. These people have been on that list. Imagine, like, ah, oh, we should talk about circles, CCW permits. <laughs> I love how you just go, go in, bro. Go I'm ahead, bro. Bye, bye, I'm out of ammunition. They can see that shit come running out the house with their own firearms. Like, little, like, we got you, bro. Where you from? I ain't from around here, but these niggas is after me. Type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, thank you. Type of shit. Mm-hmm. They aim upon further investigation of the sound right. fucking cargo van. You know what I mean? Right. You got the fuck up and shit, man. Like, who was it really uh, registered to? Like, like, what happened to those like, like, backtrack that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold on. Before we call the cops, we're going to find out all the information that we need to find from these motherfuckers. When the cops get here, they ain't going to have no feet. You know what I'm saying? What happened? I don't know, some niggas in the neighborhood chopped them off. I don't know who they were. <laughs> you know, you know, what's, know, what's, know what's a testimony of that type of unit cohesion? What's that? Well, you've seen them Hebrew uh, holy roller ambulances that only deal with their own kind. You've seen the uh, your ass bleeding. The patrol cars, the Shalom yeah. Patrol. You yeah. know what I mean? We deal with our own. Why we can't have that, in, that type of, you know what I mean? But we ain't organized. We ain't organized. Automatics said we, he, Automatics, the attorney, or, or dis, not disbarred, debarred attorney, Automatics said we are not poor we are poorly organized mm-hmm. that's what the words from the elder and just like you said he's right man y'all are right we're poorly organized brother because if we had our shit together oh my gosh oh my goodness gracious bro ain't nothing mm-hmm. if niggas could you know what i'm saying <laughs> no, slam no. dunk from the foul line okay you know what i mean if we could do all these dances all this physical prowess, all this physical, you know what I mean? Like, imagine what we could do if we put our minds to it. Jesus Christ, bro. Godly. There's the ball, <laughs> there's the hoop, get to it. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Oh, he just jumped over three people. Amazing. You know what I'm saying? Did you see how fast that one ran? You he beat what? his own goddamn world record. <laughs> you know what I'm I would love to have like a type of what, like just like if I had money, bro, get a warehouse. I mean, we'll get back on the news and shit. Like, if just have a warehouse where I just train motherfuckers like rock climbing, boxing, Krav Maga, Aikido, Jeet Kundo, and fucking just like parkour and shit. You just know what I mean? Just like fabrication, learning how to make CNC machine, uh, use a CNC, uh, CNC machine, a fucking. 3D printer, these types of, imagine if we could fucking just like, all right, this is what we're going to have in the agenda. Let's try to fucking allocate resources to make this happen and have a 501c situation and all this is in there. For, you know what I mean? Right. Real Not like a real boys and girls club for, of, of like competence, even they're not in right. no age, no age, fuck, you know what I mean? Just like, look. Right, right. Stuff away, but like you know what I mean. Have the shit like ah, it, and people would have a sense of 
people feel like shit. This COVID shit, like this shit just like shit just going downhill. Like people mm-hmm. out here like just don't they don't have anything to, to any skill sets. And it's obvious. You got fucking women and families and shit on social media just doing a move. Like, what the fuck? There's some side of my movie shit. You know what I mean? Like anybody trying to breathe with them and that shit, that's where you hear that. But like people don't have that that skill of competence. And when they have that skill of competence, they're gonna feel better about themselves. They'll be able to financially provide for themselves without fucking subjugating their fucking self and, and moraling and lowering their moral fucking compass to earn a box, to tap a screen, some shit. Like that's what they fuck. These individuals create that shit because they they want what they see, but niggas is in the way. So you create the mm-hmm. system. Be some down, hunt them down. Now the women are ours. Oh, money's king. Right, exactly. Yo, I, I have it. And I'll sprinkle it on you. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, bro. They, they got us, you know, they got our women out here degrading themselves. And, you know, especially with the sisters, like most people don't even know who runs the porn industry, you know, who founded the porn industry. You know, I should go. I'm telling you, man, like Weimar Republic shit, like there was black and white titties back in the day and people don't even know. Just wait till they start colorizing those old videos. One reason that people can't. I said this. I think I did a fucking not Instagram, a Twitter post about this. Right. I said people don't see the similarities between now and what was going on in Nazi Germany because they don't have HD colorized video of a fucking no-knock raid. Let me tell you, man, I, I've been listening to this guy. I'm glad you're on because there's a dude I've been listening to. His name is, um, damn, what the fuck is his name? Al, Al something. I can't remember his motherfucker's name, man, but he's on point. Uh, it'll come back to me. Because this is the Operation Ring of Fire stuff, bro. I went down a fucking rabbit hole with Operation Ring of Fire. That shit is real. Operation Ring of Fire. But it's, you know, basically they say that there's going to be nukes placed all around this country. And they're going to set them off on some, you know, basically ushering in this new world that they want. And Another they- movie reference. Doc, mm-hmm. uh, fucking uh, Oz- Ozymandias. Uh, Ozymandias. Ozymandias. Exactly. Damn fucking Doctor Manhattan. Watchman. Watchman. Yeah, Watchman. Then he when he when Rorschach figured it out, Doctor Manhattan was like, you know what? Mm, can't do nothing, bro, because this actually is gonna work. It's fucking the lesser of two evils type of shit. Mm-hmm. And what do you do, with Rorschach? You eviscerated his ass, turned his ass to confetti. Right. And, and allowed Doctor Manhattan to use the uh, allowed uh, Ozymandias to use. His energy and him as a fucking uh, pawn or a fucking right. uh, decoy as a, as a scapegoat. You think of the word scapegoat? I'm looking for. That's a right. For, to, to usher in world peace. Thank you. Exactly. And right, exactly. So right, so Al Cuppet. That's the guy's name, Al Cuppet. And this is a guy. You know, I, I've, it's funny because I've seen his name over the years, but never really looked into his stuff until recently. The shit he was spitting is on point. And one thing he talked about was when the, the the night of long daggers or broken glass, something along those lines in Germany. And on that night, you know, you had the brown shirts go out. This is when the brown shirts went out and they were cleaning up, cleaning up the Weimar motherfuckers. So they were going into the houses of the generals in Germany. So this is after Weimar Germany. Hitler's in power. 
They go to the doors of the generals, knock on that motherfucker's door, and they shoot him. They kill him on his doorstep, right? Because these generals and these commanders, they had the keys to the armories, right? So he sent the brown shirts out there to go do that dirty work. And they had a red and a blue list, right? This goes to the list. The red, the red list is the dead list. The blue list, they joined the dead list soon after that. Go wait, ahead. Bro. Wait, wait, 2000, was it February, after February 2009? My report? Yes. Uh, who wasn't they talking about the fucking on the mailbox and shit and on the doors? The little fucking blue, the, the color code fucking categorizing fucking dissidents. It's the thing. I don't know if that was in the Mayak report, but yes, that's something that keeps coming up in this country. Here, right? Lots of people. Al Gunderson has talked about that, the former FBI agent. Yeah, a lot of people have talked about that, okay, over the last few years. Al Cuppet is another one. So on that night in Germany, right? So they went around, they killed the Weimar people, the brown shirts. But sitting in the cut, in the periphery of the whole shit, were the SS, right? The SS, the black shirts. And at the appointed time, those motherfuckers came around and killed the brown shirts. Those are the ones who took out the brown shirts in the end of the day. They were there the whole time, but you send the brown shirts out to do the dirty work. So that's gonna be a lot of the law enforcement that we see right now in this country. The law enforcement, those are the ones that are doing the no-knock raids and they're out there, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the fucking knuckle breakers, the paid knuckle breakers. But and we, John and I, we always talk about this, but there is someone in the periphery right now who's waiting to take those motherfuckers out, okay? That's the blue list. That's who's on the blue list. I really wish Gray State saw its completion of the film. The way they did that man and his family mm -hmm. to set an example and to see the plot of what that movie was paralleling, what we're living now in 2021. Right. I employ everybody to go online, go on YouTube, look up Gray State. It was a mm -hmm. fucking film that never saw its uh, completion because that man's family and him were fucking paid a visit by a fucking wet team. Yep. Disrespectful fashion. Well, any fucking visit from a wet team is a. Right. But they made it look like suicide. You know what I'm saying? Double mm -hmm. homicide, suicide, and left the dog alive. Some you, fucked up shit. You know what? A lot of like, uh, and that reminds me a lot of the uh, culling of the generals prior during the Obama administration, like cleaning up yes. before this like happened. A lot of the, the veterans that were returning back with particular skill sets, yep. Chris Dorner, yep. Chris Kyle. Yep. You know what I mean? Like the circumstances of these individuals' demises and their ideology and their mindset, if you listen, you know what I mean? And Matt, like even Chris, Chris for daughter, uh, born a daughter, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, he was killing cops and all this other stuff, but listen to that man. Somebody, you think that that man was around right now? You think he'd be worrying about the goddamn LAPD? Hell no. Hell Maybe no. For another reason, like a few others that they did, you know what I mean? Of that, of that elk. Exactly, because he knew what time it was, and you know, he he sacrificed his life maybe too soon. I believe it was too soon. 
but he was that type of individual that we needed because he had the skill set. He was actually military and law enforcement, and he knew the Constitution enough to know that something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. You know? look, look at look at what's happening now. Like after that insur- that fucking they call that an insurrection, but look at look at look at how they're demonizing the three percent movement. Like, you know what I mean? Like the Patriots with the, oh, if you see this, this is a, a right wing. You got a lot of niggas that don't know history. And that's a problem. These niggas got keys to doors and are trusted to be responsible adults. This is a fucking real world we live in. Terry Crews. You better get yep. that wig and that podium ready, bro. I'm telling you, fucking idiocracy. Full blown idiocracy. Well, Literally, this ain't even like mild. This is like we done skipped five hundred years, just went to the dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Because that was supposed to be like half half a millennium in the future type oh, of yeah, shit. I forgot about the time limit. Yeah, I never. I just saw <laughs> that wake up out the pod and start there. Brando the Thirst Mutilator. It's what yep. plants make plants grow or some goofy yeah, shit. That was supposed to be a long way in the future. That shit wasn't supposed to happen for a long time, b. They just skipped all that shit and went straight to stupid. And, and you said something too, because um, it's funny. I, I posted a clip on my on my IG too. This from Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theory. Oh God, I remember that. And they tried to play him out. Like he's another one that they, but they couldn't. They couldn't hit him. He is senator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was right. He was the governor. He was the governor of Minnesota. And see, and this is the thing with, with Jesse Ventura when he was governor of Minnesota. And this is goes back to what you're talking about with these bitch ass politicians. When Jesse Ventura was the governor of Minnesota, they, they had a surplus in their state. And you know what he did with that surplus? He gave every taxpayer a fucking refund check. Because he said, it's not our money, it's the people's money. They didn't keep that and keep it in a slush fund and fucking pat each other's pockets and jerk each other off. No, gave it back to the people. You know what I'm saying? See, when is the last time a governor has done that shit from, you know, in the United States? Probably never since, since Jesse Ventura. But, oh yeah, Mr. Eastland saw the clip. So it's from one of his episodes of Conspiracy Theory. And it was about, you know, he's chasing down the Bilderberg group, but he got an interview with Dr. Rima Labo, Dr. Remo Labo. And she talks about that. She fucking, she had left the country. She had bounced from the country. She flew in for the interview from like Panama. It was about to fly the fuck out as soon as that interview was done. She didn't even leave the tarmac with this nigga. <laughs> he, did, he did the interview right from the hangar. And she was explaining that in a few years. So this is from this episode is from 2009. Okay. You audio or no? Nah, I, copyright shit. You know, I'm not trying to get anything. I'm not trying to get this fucking IG shut down. <laughs> we get it on our website, but I'm not trying to get the IG shut down right now. But she was explaining how long is this interview? Nah, it's too long. I ain't gonna fuck with that. But she was explaining in the interview. Y'all can check it out on my page later. She was saying that at a certain she was saying that, you know, she's a doctor. She has a no, she has like a no uh no chemical practice or something like that, a no pharmaceutical practice. It was some shit like that. And 
she's basically saying that one of her clients was one of these elite type of people and, you know, told her, you know, the Bilderbergs, that's below us. There's basically like seven motherfuckers who were dictating the policies of the world. And she said this, this client, this patient was telling her the culling, it's almost time for the culling. She said, what? what? She said, it's almost time for the culling, all the useless breathers. And she was explaining useless breathers, useless breathers, some shit like that. And she was explaining to this doctor that, and the doctor has seen other documents as well, that said that there was going to be a manufactured pandemic and that they were going to come out with a vaccine for this pandemic and that in the vaccine would be squalene and squalene when it is um, introduced into the human body, it causes an immune response and the body attacks it. Then it also causes autoimmune stuff where the body actually attacks itself. Then also the squalene sterilizes people. She said this shit back in 2009. And now we're living in that shit. Okay. Dr. Rima Label, L-A-I-B-O-W. I had posted a video of her a few months, uh, maybe last year sometime. Didn't realize it was the same lady. She had uh, gone over the Codex Alimentarius. Mm-hmm. The Codex Alimentarius deals with basically the codification and the control of seeds and plants and nutrition and all that type of shit. To the point where you're going to have these people who are in control of our means of of receiving nutrition. It's not just food. It's beyond that. These are the people who can, you know, like vitamin C, such a powerful vitamin. They're the ones that basically can declare vitamin C a drug and now have it removed off of your fucking supermarket shelves. You know, like high dose vitamin C, intravenous vitamin C cures a lot of shit. And it's not as easy to come by right now because of these type of policies. These are the things that she was explaining. But that's that, Jesse Ventura, because you would mention the culling. Like, yes, that's according to her back in 2009. She said that it's almost time for the culling. Like, mm-hmm. we're in this bitch now. You can't do a fucking thing about it now. Now you, because y'all sit here when niggas was fucking articulating, hey, we should pay attention to this. Shut the fuck up. You blowing my heart. With what the fuck? I individually got a lot. Now niggas see shit on social media, be regurgitated. I don't have that enthusiasm initially. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Of other things to think about nowadays, you know, guilt and kill type of shit. And it's like, what's going to be the catalyst? Now you know you got more and more people like saying fuck no to this vaccination. Financial castration. You can't go in here. You can't. Fuck you with your mask. I got a right to breathe. I suffer from a case of CS. What's that? Common sense. Niggas walking off. Fuckers and shit. Getting hemmed up. Thrown on the ground. Type of shit. Like, what type of world are we coming to? You you think niggas ain't extraterrestrials? They want to talk to us then? Like, they showing up. They showing their asses now on social media. But you know what I mean? Like it's like the opposite. Usually, like, oh yeah, they don't have any union cohesion, but now these niggas popping out. Like, look, we're trying, right. to, like, we're trying to show you guys that's another way, right? 
too long. They've had us in the closet, like type of shit. Like, right. and like another thing, not the bird walk off of off of the, the missions. I don't know if it's this this the, the fuck if it's CERN or if it's a fucking G mm. fucking Gwen Towers or whatever. But there's a lot more CC video and personal recordings of like paranormal shit going on, bro. Like monsters and shit. Mm-hmm. Walking past dogs and like Venezuela and shit night. Like the fuck is that on all fours? Like dogs mm-hmm. barking at it. I'm like, yeah, some real monsters out of this motherfucker. Like that ain't no damn CGI by ass. Like a lot of shit need to be questioned just what I'm articulating. Like how come we don't have no investigation, no Bureau of Paranormal Investigation or some type right. of, you know what I mean? Like well, we got okay. to reallocate our funds. We got to reallocate. We got to restructure all this shit, bro. See, so because there's a couple things going on, right? Because one thing on the way is remember the date, folks, June 25th. And they're supposed to have that's the official date for by June 25th. They have to have a disclosure of all of our UFO shit, all of the, of the United States UFO information by June 25th, 2021. And did you see the um, the interview with Tucker Carlson and some motherfucker talking about UFOs? Mm. Tucker Carlson on Fox News, and Tucker was dead fucking serious. And he was talking yeah. about that. this is a national security. This is a national security crisis. Had if, if an enemy state had come and done what they did, basically he's talking about how you know. These uh, fucking UFOs, if they were from an enemy nation, which they could be, but if they were from an enemy nation, they could come and drop a, drop a nuke in our airspace and bounce like that. And nothing that we have is even comparable, can, it can even catch up to it. So he's now, this UFO thing is being brought into the public sphere as a national security risk. Go ahead, brother. Now, this brings me to the instant thought of using this as a Dr. Manhattan fucking scapegoat situation. All right, we fucked up. We thought you guys would fall for the virus. Uh-huh. Uh, ET, I need you to uh, step on stage. You know what I mean? Take the coat off. Take the fucking, you know what I mean? Right. What the next transition. Like, all right, yeah, we know we uh they're going to try to fucking hide behind that because we still ain't got no fucking information about this Epstein shit or who was it. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, it's like they keep turning the goddamn. It's like, you know, like a, like a fucking pyramid head. It's like you keep fucking switching on. It's like a slot machine. Thank you. It was like, no, don't look at, you know, Jelaine Maxwell. Look at the UFOs <laughs> type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Look that in bitch, the sky now. That bitch wants to think when they can't <laughs> She goes. She gonna sing. Yup, this is the thing. She has the tapes. You know what I'm saying? She has it recorded. She has photographs. She has audio recordings. They could, know. I'm gonna cut you off, but how could you not with so much power at your disposal? That was the mission statement for the. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you can play games, but you know when we ask a favor, we ask a favor once. Right. Like, right. Which goes back to the Deborah Palfrey list. You know. All those people that, that all those agencies and, and individuals that I was rattling off, like 
Those, those are the people who were compromised. They were compromised by the Jeffrey Epstein, the Jelaine Maxwells, and basically the Mossad, okay? These are the ones who were literally caught with their pants down, all right? So, yeah, man. Like, look, look. What's another one of them? The, uh, this, this organization. The... Oh, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. Oh, yeah, them niggas got you. They, they watching you take toilet shits, like deep shits in the basement. Like, yeah. Oh, right. Exactly. Like, full 3D shit and can p- pinpoint your ass walking around the house butt ass naked without a camera. You know mm. what I'm saying? I mean, like, look at look at the, the the fucking look what these phones are and these electronic devices. You don't even have to keep them keep them uh, tuned or nothing. Just keep them turned on. Like these are these these motherfuckers generate pulse wave technology. It's like it's a, a echolocation mapping of your apartment. Like, why the fuck they they encourage everybody to have one of these fucking phones, but no Faraday bagged with the phone. If they care right. about the health of the user, right? Exactly. Come on, brother. regardless, without the camera, right? If, right, folks are so stuck on the camera that they don't know. Just like you said, the echolocation stuff. Okay, <laughs> look, look at, look at. Remember, um, one of the. My bad. I'm coughing like a remember, You remember one of the Dark Knight movies, right? Where. They they used everybody's phone and was basically doing the echolocation and had a whole sonar shit going on, right? Forgot about that shit. Don't worry, you might see that in an ad next week, folks. They they you know, and that movie's how old? Again, probably a de- more than a decade old at this point. But they were talking about that technology where they turned on everybody's phone and had that shit echolocating to figure out whatever they were looking for. You know what? We need to have like if we had the resources and the time. That's all it is. That's why. That's how they get us. They mm-hmm. take our time because we ain't we ain't no fucking foolish folk. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if we had a fucking a department where we could go and investigate the technological advisors of these films mm-hmm. and the people who fucking create these films and incorporate these specific details that come to fruition. What if we, like, you know what I mean? It, wouldn't that be a means of an investigation on a mm-hmm. mental fucking It'd standard? be like, the on the wake up guys are here asking questions. <laughs> like, that's like, you have shit that pop off in movies that come to fruition. It's like, hold up. What was your motivation? Like, there's no one, never, no one's ever, you know what I mean? It's like, brother, it goes back. I think we talked about this in the past. It goes, <laughs> in the past. It goes back to even the early days of Hollywood and the, the U.S. War Department type of shit. You remember those were Hollywood reels right there. You know, did that, that relationship never ended. Department of Defense working with Hollywood. They always work with Hollywood. They have to, on the one hand, it's so it's multifaceted, right? Because on the one hand, they have to make sure y'all aren't don't stumble onto some good game and then give it up in your movie. And two, they kind of help to guide them along to make shit more realistic. Like, oh no, you know, like like you said, like who who's over there supervising the script? You know, who's the one that says no? Put this element into that script. Mm-hmm. You know, put this plot twist or put this 
this piece of technology in there. This would be a lot more realistic. Come on, the Department of Defense, Pentagon, CIA, FBI. You know, they have all these type of people as consultants. I would love to have like uh, an audit of these virology labs, these think tanks. Mm. And these motherfucking and, and a release of suppressed technology. Imagine if like imagine a world like niggas would be like, yo, I'm not dealing with this. I wanna fuck with that. And that's across the board in every country. You telling me niggas won't you telling me you ain't you got some, I know damn well you got some shit in them basements that everybody will put down a Kalishnikov and every Bush war overseas and be like, Oh, this will change everything. We don't need to fight each other no more. But that clutch of intellectual property, bro, like, you think that's a bullshit? Like, look at how companies go overseas to China or whatever, and they got, they create avionics for military aircraft. But yet, since they on Chinese soil, they, that intel, intel, uh, intellectual property rights go to the Chinese government. So it's like, who the fuck mm-hmm. are you doing? I mean, they got the same information you got in your fighter craft that they got. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, right. Make it cheaper here, like, right. Security is—it's just a semblance of security, is what we're saying. I mean, they've been fucking giving China carte blanche since the NAFTA trade agreements. Look at the world we're living in now. Y'all want to worry about China? uh, See, and that right. So that goes back to you know, I'm sure things that we've spoken about on this show too, because. How real are these wars? You know, they're talking, they're rattling the saber with Russia right now. But it's like, really, y'all? Y'all are fucking with Russia? And it's, you know, it's funny because talking and going back to that movie Unlocked, I was referring to how the character, the Fed character was like, yes, it's a stress test of our national, whatever the fuck. That's exactly what Vladimir Putin said about this COVID shit in Russia. He said, this has been a stress test for our country to see our response to a public health emergency. Mm. Basically, we emerged victorious. You know what I'm saying? Was he, did he read the same script? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you've seen them damn newscasters. Like, oh, yeah, we're all reading the same script today. Like, Just in Wyoming, like niggas saying the same shit in Nebraska and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, right. what's that about? Like, I would have known. <laughs> what a coincidence, right? This- one, one thing I wanted to throw in here too, because even going back to the whole vaccine thing. Yes, we need to get back in that. So, you know, we've been hearing so the reports because. You hear enough of it, right? They say you get three independent sources, and that's how you verify something, right, in in journalism. Mm -hmm. So we have at least three doctors. You have Dr. Stephen Baker, Dr. Carrie Madej, and Dr. Um, Shelly or Sherry uh, Tenpenny. And they're all talking about what they're seeing, what they're experiencing with their patients and testimonies where – Women, so these are people who have not been vaccinated now, but who are in close proximity to people who are vaccinated, all right? They are experiencing miscarriages. They are experiencing women. Um, you have women, postmenopausal women, so women who no longer 
are shedding their placentas or start to bleed again once exposed to people who have been vaccinated, okay? Coming out with, with blood clots the size of, you know, fists and, and grapefruits and shit like that. That's like abnormal bleeding, okay? You have women who are having, you know, two and three cycles in a month now, two and three periods in a month because of exposure to people who have been vaccinated. Um, men who, who are coming into contact with them, you have men with low to no sperm count. Ain't no sperm, ain't nothing going on down there, okay, at this point. Um, and, and people coming out with a host of symptoms as if they were vaccinated. Now, there are studies about and, and you know, articles about basically, what do they call them? Um, let me see if I can pull this up for y'all real quick, but self, self-administering vaccines, something along like that. Nigga, what? People doing this shit themselves? No, it's like I want to get the right uh... <laughs> Oh, you seen that? My bad, cut you off. <clears throat> oh, you seen that motherfucking goddamn uh, senator or something or congressman? He was chewing Fauci ass on the House floor, I think it was. Uh, he was at inquiring. It was at inquiring about when the fuck uh, this shit is going to conclude. Yes. Yes. Talk about it, bro. That shit. I'm just that type of fervor. I think he was from Pennsylvania somewhere, Ohio. But that type of fervor and tenacity is what the fuck we need from mm. our fucking trusted constituents, uh, representatives like Rand Paul, Ron Paul, and like a, a handful, and it's sad to say, just a handful of other motherfuckers mm. question this fucking shit and don't roll over on the American people, bro. Like, it's like, ah, just to see that, like, ah, that gave me a little hope. Like, just want to throw that in there. Like, Yeah, I did see that. I can't remember who it was. Um, where he was from at this point. Damn, I can't remember. Yeah, I did see that. And you know, so, right. There's a couple people like that, but it's so few and far between that you can only hope that there's more people like that. Like, you remember that one um, congresswoman, I can't remember her name now, something green, but she was questioning, she, what did she say that made everybody mad? She said some shit about, was it, she said something about Bill Gates or something like that. Oh, this nigga gonna get it. This nigga gonna get it bad when they wake up, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. She said that, I think she said that he's trying to block the sun or something like that. Um, we said that, yeah. We partially green, right, right. But she, oh, damn, she got hit because they tried to say she was anti-Semitic, basically. How the fuck, nigga? Let me tell you something. About me. Let me let me squash this anti-Semitic shit now. Now. Mm. Ain't gonna be no more motherfucking anti-Semitic shit. Like, ain't, we could say it, and this is what you're going. Anybody ever say that shit to anybody listening? This is what the fuck you say in rebuttal. Ain't no such thing as fucking, I can say whatever the fuck I want, verbatim. Ain't no such thing as anti Semitism because you niggas got words like goyim and shit. You know what I mean? Shabbat and all this other shiksa, 
and all these other unity. And look how y'all talk about Jesus and his mother in a Talbot. Let's talk about those things. Mm. Imagine the world spoke and read Yiddish and Hebrew. Where would you run? Okay, so this so, is what you said. You're crypto Jew again? You're going to change? You're going to go to the Caribbean and change the name of Ortiz or something like what? Right, right exactly. <laughs> right? No, I'm. It's white. No, I'm Gonzalez. This is this is an article from the Huff Post, two one twenty one. American Jewish groups are calling on Congress to hold Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene accountable for promoting anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. The freshman House Republican has come under fire in recent days for her past remarks on social media, including an absurd 2018 Facebook post in which she speculated that a prominent Jewish family was involved in starting a devastating California wildfire via a laser beam from space. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to see if I can find this article even. Why you find that? You know what just popped in my head? It would be a fucking hilarious cartoon if we flipped all the world crimes, like these villainous shits that they do, and it was, all the niggas that you could find was in the hood. And we had we had direct energy weapons from space, like call, like computers from inner projects and basements and shit, pipes over here. You know what I mean? Like all the fucked up shit. Like niggas lived in the hood and shit. Like approachable, accessible. Like it's so mm -hmm. ridiculous. Like the type of shit these niggas is getting away with, bro. Yep. Like, look, ah, look like movie shit. Movie shit, bro. Look, it says Green's post, which hasn't previously been reported, is just the latest example to be unearthed. So they went back to 2018 to find this shit, too. They went back three years to go fuck with this bitch, okay? It says Green's post, which hasn't previously been reported, is just the latest example to be unearthed of her embracing conspiracy theories about tragedies during her time as a right-wing commentator. In addition to being a QAnon supporter, Green has pushed conspiracy theories about 9-11, the Parkland and Sandy Hook school shootings, the Las Vegas shooting, and the murder of Democratic staffer Seth Rich, among others. Mm. That's, what, that's the fucking three Operation Gladios hey. and a wet job. <laughs> that individual. Protect that individual. Protect, you know, because like you said, there's few and far between. And the, the family that she was talking about, see, so this goes back even to the work of Deborah Tavares. Mm -hmm. Deborah Tavares explained that the power companies right now all across this country are owned by the Rothschilds, okay? What is that? So when they talk about anti-Semitic, if you mention the Rothschilds now, then you are labeled as anti-Semitic, even if they are involved in the shit. Question. Answer. Hurricane Harvey, what was it, question 11 on the home relief bill? What was that? You can't say what about who? What was they asking people that? You can't boycott Israel. Like, what? Like, the fuck does that have to do with about my home relief? Nigga, like, I'm trying to get a grant to repair my life. 
Okay, I don't give a fuck about Israel. <laughs> well, you can't just just mark down that you will not boycott them. It, it, maybe it's even in the future. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Like, and, and who gives a fuck? But that should call. That's calls for alarm right there. Because why would you put that clause in a relief package in Texas? Texans ain't thinking about Israel. <laughs> <laughs> But you got a lot of motherfuckers from California bringing that dumbass ideology to Texas and changing the fucking demographic as far as firearms and the manner thereof in certain parts of Texas. You see how they fucking regentrify policy, I guess you would say. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Like these same individuals push. Like the, the fact that this shit, oh my God, is baffling that no one will dare say it. Right. Beating the shit out that motherfucker in the street. What's he wearing? Uh, right. um, uh, Pull the phone out No, Type of shit. You know what I mean? He's dressed funny. He's got tassels. Right, right. He's got this funny hat <laughs> with fur on it. He looks like a pimp. Not that an individual would have the physical endowments to achieve a, 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 a act of violence, but <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying this story. Uh, uh, a fucking, uh, right, like he sicked a couple ghouls on me. It was horrifying. He paid niggas from my community to jump me. I grew up with you know know these I, I called three on one because he was a slumlord and he sent some niggas after me. <laughs> fucking fiends with wrenches and shit and claw hammers like come here son I'll let you real quick right right <laughs> nigga sitting in the minivan with the New York plate and the stick family in the back like yeah like Dr. Claw watching motherfuckers get beat up like <laughs> right anyway. with his fucking bluetooth in his ear talking about yeah they're doing it right now <laughs> well, you know them niggas always look busy when you pass one of them they always got their face in their phone like they duly engaged in something. Oblivious to my surroundings. Don't you hit me. This is my bubble. Right. I remember you and I were walking somewhere. It was downtown Manhattan. And we just <laughs> happened to walk up on this motherfucker deep in his phone at the crosswalk. Like he oh, could. He was in the with the girl. Yeah, he was in WhatsApp. And he could just, whatever he was doing, he couldn't even wait. What, what was in the phone, bro? It was like he was just thinking, so this fat, and we was in the subway. I thought we was good in the subway, but like, just no, we, we weren't even in, we were walking, we were walking we towards like, our we saw him a couple times. Yeah, we double back, like, what the fuck, what the fuck, no, he's still a gay, right? Had, he, I guess, this nigga was like sugar daddy and some young bitch overseas and some shit, like, but it was like, yo, that is a minor, my guy. You That's see a that girl, Helen Keller could see that. shit. And this nigga was just in his phone, just no fucks given, just out here, arms distance. Like I'm like, yo, this is the world these niggas created. No check, no balance. Nope. Nope. Crazy. And no, no one wants to touch them in the end of the day. Not with the pole. You want your home? You want your kids to grow up in your home? Type right. of shit. Right. That's how they get you. Financial who, who do you think owns your insurance policy? Your life insurance policy? I bet you it's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he got a pack of pink slips at the at a bar mitzvah. He's got to, you know what I mean? He got a whole fucking 
life insurance boxes and shit like just right, like, you know what I'm saying? These raggedy ass old boxes. You know what I'm saying? You you remember when dude was um when the Kazarian was uh uh, uh trading the organs, right? He was trading the organs. He got stopped at like Newark Airport with a fucking Kellogg's box full of money, like $100,000 in a cereal box or some shit, trying to come through customs. Like, nigga, what? Like, you put it in your bags. <laughs> like, another nigga's like, it was in Africa. The Chinese ain't no, ain't no fucking, ain't safe either. Niggas, somebody Asian hate crime. These niggas shipping a bo- boxes of, of, of a thousand, hundreds of thousands of fucking penises and shit. Like, what the fuck? I saw that. Yeah, I don't know if that's a true story. I did look into that. I did dig into I don't know if that's a true story. But you know, it is a true story. What? For sure. Jeffrey Epstein. Besides Epstein. The Chinese cannibalizing Africans in Gabon. Why you take the I would and I said I was gonna go. You ain't never seen them niggas eating motherfuckers that look like us. I was gonna say that, but then some said just say Epstein. Just bring yeah. it back around because we're gonna go there. But yeah, yeah. I like the heads going. Yeah. Chinese eating motherfuckers in Gabon. There's a story for you right there. You know, y'all can look into that one. Gabon, G-A-B-O-N. Look at Chinese eating Africans. You see these uh Three Chinese uh, hemmed up off of that shit. Mm-hmm. I said years ago, fucking, I, when I was overseas, somebody sent me a fucking email. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck? It was my mom. I don't think I asked it to. I tried to find this shit a couple years ago to talk about a bring on the show. And it's like, you know, you don't have access to shit. And it was like, these motherfuckers was, had a nigga, a, a cadaver chopped up in the woods, brother, too. And it was like it was like in Thailand or some shit. And I said, like, "What the fuck is this?" It was like one of these. I guess they got it from one of these fucked up e e pages, e bombs, or whatever the fuck. But these niggas was in there preparing this man. And it was like a slide, yes. slides of them. It slides, but it wasn't one or two pictures. These niggas from start to finish. From start to finish, yo. I saw some shit like that. But no. I saw another one where a nigga had a bunch of babies and shit, like just eating babies and shit, like little feeds. I'm like, what the fuck is up with these niggas, bro? Like, yo, these niggas got herbs that you got motherfuckers that eat herbs, live two hundred something years, two hundred fifty six fucking years. You niggas don't eat children, eat babies, eat black people. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, yo, we are delicacies and some. We are delicious, said they said. <laughs> yo. I remember, I think I told you this story. I was at a bar with my friend one time. She's dark skinned, like beautiful dark skinned sister. And we're just sitting there talking shit, drinking. This little white lady comes up to us. And she was like around our age, maybe. But, you know, she probably looked like she was like 40, 50. And she was like, she's like, oh, my gosh, you're so beautiful. I just want to, I just want to, I just wish I could just put your skin on me and just wear you like a suit. And we're just sitting there like, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> come, come to the car with me. I just want to show you something. She didn't say all that. <laughs> but you know these motherfuckers got heirlooms of chairs with slave hair that they get reupholstered. They got fucking lampshades and skin. What they do to Nat Turner's body parts? Turn them into wagon grease. And 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 lampshades and other shit. They disrespected. 
You know what I mean? You think these niggas ain't got some kind of fucking Southern debutante bitch got a fucking closet hung up fucking latex looking goddamn black person suit that they fucking like Jews with the sheet cutting the hole type of right. shit. You know these niggas got weird shit. They got fetishes. We are right. always been a fetish for them. Fucking shoes and leather pants. You know what I'm saying? With the Johnson attached to it. Chainsaw Massacre, case in point. Mm, Motherfucker with the faces. Right. You know what I mean? That's like, I ain't never seen a black man do that shit unless you're in Vietnam taking ears and shit. You, that's another story. There's a whole other shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that brother's been through some shit to, you know, to get to that point. You know? But yeah, brother. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre shit. Like that had to come out of somebody's mind, you know. Like that, that that doesn't just come from nowhere, you know. There's a lot of stories that uh, that's one day we're gonna have the true account of America and the Western mm-hmm. world, and that shit is gonna be twisted. You know what I'm saying? It's like the victor tells the story. I always tell you. I always talk about how when I was coming up, when I was a child, and I learned about lynching. You hear about lynchings and you say, oh, they hung black people. But what I didn't learn until I was in my 20s is that, no, they didn't just hang black people. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they hung them. They, they cut off their genitals. Mm-hmm. They cut off the breasts of women and the labias of women. They cut babies out of the stomachs of the women, of the women. Uh, and they throw the babies into the fire. You know, like the, the, the horrific shit they would shoot at the people while they're dying on the ropes, like the horrific barbaric shit. And then they would take pictures and make them into postcards and send them to their friends who didn't live in the, who didn't live in the South. Like, ah, oh, you missed it. You know what I'm saying? You'd have pictures with tens of thousands of people gathering around for the lynching. You know what I, not because you know what I'd love to see real quick, like all these networks that still exist, mm-hmm. I would love to see all their fucking minstrel shows that they were that they had back in the day and up until the early nineties and shit that they produced and whatnot mm-hmm. to be replayed and shit. Just like these niggas wanna fucking like advertise before you go buy fucking meat at the grocer, look at how this cow slaughtered. And they ain't got no choice but to play back all the all the companies from back in the day or that did all the mm-hmm. racist shit. They had to play all their shit. They got to put all their shit out there. Mm-hmm. Like a walk of shame. You, right. know what I mean? Market, you know what I mean? That shit got to be out there. Like, okay, if you still want <clears throat> we're so kind. We're going to donate this this year to this organization. Right. Please just overlook this. But just then they commercial come on and shit. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what I've been thinking too? Because, you know, like with copyright shit, like, wouldn't it be hilarious? And this is something that I might do too, you know, but I don't care. Fuck it. I'm going to put it out there. Take those old songs like Nigga Love a Watermelon. You remember that old song? Big Cream song. Someone make a, like a hot ass beat <laughs> song out of that make lots of money off of it, but don't give them any credit and let them come for their money. Let them come and get that copyright. <laughs> Who, who's going to take, take credit for that? Who's going to take it? You know they're going to come for it. It's like the fucking moral Kazarian dilemma. Like, that's our money. <laughs> Rabbi Weisenthal going to come pay you a visit. Ooh, you said the name out loud. See, that's why I fuck with you, man. You're a bold brother, John. <laughs> <laughs> the date never took place either. 
Hell no, that was a bait. That was a trap. They were trying to get niggas to come out. <laughs> Said we're gonna come to the to the heart of Black America, and we're gonna discuss Black anti-Semitism. Really? That's the thing that I, that I wanted to say earlier. Thank you for bringing that back. If y'all like, they like jumping on the fucking civil rights bandwagon, right? Mm-hmm. So much. If y'all gave a fuck about the betterment of these people, us, motherfuckers that look like us, you have that influence, that music, why y'all still push that, regardless of how much money y'all make? If y'all really gave a fuck, if y'all was God's chosen people, why you allow others to go down that fucking path of ruin that you create and mask as culture? For profit, and it, it erodes the family dynamic. You got these fucking people too tired to raise their children because they're financially castrated. They drop them off in front of the fucking grandparents' house. Grandparents too tired. Let the TV raise them. They're playing in their fucking phones. There's no limit. There's no fucking check and balance. There's no quality control. They grow up wanting to be the fast investor, wanting to be the video vixen. This dummy meets that dummy. The cycle repeats itself. It's a fucking cattle crack cash crop system. You know what I mean? But like, if y'all gave a fuck about us, mm-hmm. I to continue. It's almost like they don't give a fuck about us. It's almost like the world's telling us who our villain is. Mm-hmm. Right. Straight up. This, this, um, even going back again to the vaccine thing, right? Because I got a, a sister had contacted me, man. One of my people's contacted me. And she explained to me that she had to have a procedure. This is in Virginia at St. Mary's Hospital in Virginia. In Virginia. Fuck niggas over there. Virginia, man, they're on some shit. Yeah, they let them niggas in there too. They oh, told yeah. me in China, everybody, our boogeyman, it ran our boogeyman, ran in number of this shit, the US. We've been fucking up since 1953 in Iran. But I tell you one thing one serious conflict of interest is Israel, our mm-hmm. tax dollars being turned around and used against us as American fucking sovereign citizens. Right. So, sister, she had gone to St. Mary's Hospital in Richmond for a procedure. They put her out. <clears throat> and, you know, so she went out. She had to come back a few days later. She came back. Someone ran out and said, oh, we forgot to give this to you. It was her fucking vaccination card. Me? Oh, no. they gave her a vaccine without her mm-hmm. fucking consent. That's right, because they make people sign all these waivers and shit. Niggas don't look. No, she, no, no, no. They didn't give her a waiver. The waiver that they gave her was for her general anesthesia and all that other shit. Had nothing to do with the vaccine. She read that shit. For people who are being vaccinated with this mRNA vaccine, people are have to sign these waivers. They have to sign paperwork because so that they know that they can't sue the pharmaceutical companies in the event that there is an adverse reaction and all that shit. Oh no! They gave her the first one. Yeah, they completely. That's fucked up. 
That's fucked up. They put this operating system into the system when she didn't want one. She's been, you know, one of those people who's really pushing against getting that shit in the first place. And they put it, they put this bullshit into her system, yo. I'm telling you, these people are dirty, folks. And and whoever the fucking governor, this is what she was explaining to me, that whoever the punk ass governor is in Virginia right now, he's the one that wrote that in, that that basically anyone who's going for a type of procedure needs to be vaccinated. That's your man's that let Israel do whatever they want with the fucking I don't know if it's the same one. Same goddamn governor from Virginia. It might but they might they might have voted in a new one. Is it still him? The governor's just the title, baby. The show must go on. The governor did it. The governor did it. Oh you're right. You're right. It is Northern Northern Ralph Northern. Yeah. No, same continuity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're right, yo. Cause the name she said sounded different. Yeah, you're right, brother. Ralph Norton, that concept. So you already know this is this motherfucker's been compromised. You know, we talked about him like t- two years ago almost because he let. Oh no, last year. No, yeah, yeah, two years ago almost yeah, because he, he let that Kazarian, not just one Kazarian avionics organization coming. He let like 20 of those motherfuckers come in there, okay? And when I tell you, like, they're doing drones, they're doing, they're they're revamping the whole Virginia infrastructure, okay? The fucking automatic docking of of, of, what do you call it? Sea vessels. The uh, um, They're going to be working on the high-speed rail lines. They're going to be working on the drones and, and uh, what do you call unmanned surveillance vehicles. They, they are turning Virginia into fucking Skynet, Terminator shit, okay? Mm-hmm. That's that's who Ralph Norton brought in there. And these are the same people, same from the hell, from the same country. Then it's just going to wrap this whole fucking conversation into a nice little bow, okay? Same people who were compromising our politicians through the Jeffrey Epstein's and the Je- and the and the uh, DC Madam Deborah Palfrey, okay, same motherfuckers. That's who Ralph Nordham is uh, allowing to do all this stuff. And now this motherfucker is saying that Virginians need to be vaccinated with this COVID bullshit if they want to get medical procedures. They will sedate your ass and put it into you without your knowledge. That's where we're at right now. Tyranny. The Hippocratic Oath. Like, people, like, doctors have to swear against, like, do no harm type shit. Like, what's up? Like, when you see, you got all these doctors out here around the world, conglomerate, like, like, consorting together and, and, and putting their research together and seeing that there's a fucking problem. Politics aside, there's a problem with this. And eat like uh, aside from the fucking COVID passport shit, just the fucking divide. Like what's being put in these bodies is a a fucking real issue. Now the fucking castration that people don't see with these passports that's coming, you're asking for armed dissidents. Problem? You think that you think you got a fucking problem now? You tell somebody they can't go somewhere or do something with their family because they need to get one of these fucking shots and half you niggas' faces slopped like a goddamn stroke rip victim. Fucking bot looking mutated and shit. Like, you know, it's fucked up. Side mm-hmm. of But what are we going to come to the point where we got goddamn armbands and shit of who's, cat, who's vaccinated and who's not? 
Like, what, how do we, like, you know what I mean? Is that going to be, uh, uh, why y'all ain't take this tenacity with these STDs and shit? You couldn't, right. get, couldn't get world grip then? You know right. what I mean? It's like, what the fuck, bro? It's like the writing is on the wall. It's in our faces. Niggas are just docile. They got their faces in their fucking phones. The only other thing that will be a catalyst for that is a blackout. Now niggas gonna have to get, they gonna be angry. People gonna be fucked up in infirmaries that need generators to kick on or whatever medical procedures. But then people are gonna, after a while, realize the phone ain't coming back on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Now you're gonna have to learn to do shit. Then the pecking order is gonna fix itself. You know what I mean? As far as social pair bonding and dynamics. So over time, you're gonna have motherfuckers, damn, did you get vaccinated? Well, I don't know. You know what I mean? People gonna be lying about that shit. You're gonna be fucking up. Oh, it's, yeah. ruined. it's ruined. It's ruined waiting to happen, bro. Bro, and right, and see, and that's the type of world that folks like. And honestly, man, these are the conversations that are being had in the real world right now. Like, damn, I'm gonna have to start lying and just telling people that I've been vaccinated to keep them off my fucking back. Cause we, yo, we are, we are, you know, snitch culture in this country has been, you know, promoted, especially since 9 11. And now we're really in living in the midst of snitch culture in this country where people are being asked to tell on their neighbors and, and their friends and family members, even if they have to. And it, it's not, it's to the point where it's going to be a real risk to people's well being. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if it's a public health risk, you know, it's a whole different level of shit. You're going to have those fucking department of health and human services uh, domestic operations motherfuckers kicking down doors because people haven't been vaccinated. That's happening. Look at the fucking little England and shit. They know yep. there, whatever. What you gonna come at you with a butter knife and a baseball bat? These niggas kicking in doors and shit. Walking, damn, coming in. It's unlawful. I'm calling the magistrate. Niggas walking up their fucking steps. Right, and, like. Ain't got a vase or a heavy book to throw at them. Nothing. Nope. And, and, and the motherfuckers that are knocking their doors, they're not coming in in like riot gear. And you know what I'm saying? Like whatever they use to knock down the door. For all we know, they're using a fucking billy club to bust in their door and then come up there. No, no, no armor. No, you know what I'm saying? No helmet. No nothing like that. Like, yeah, you're coming with us. <laughs> you know what? Just pop Monday. Another What's movie that? where we're going to be, where they wanted to be. What's that? Nigga, me and you. Oh, we're not shit. me and you. We are gonna learn gun kata, like Christian Bale. Yup, yup, in a uh, equilibrium. Clergy and shit. Literally, because that's the world we living in. Look what how look how they had that world. Niggas taking the injections like uh, clockwork. Yep. Where fucking injects and he hiding it in the wall and shit. Yep. And the kid, kid told on him on some Orwell shit. Nigga started feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, all that was to go. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny that you said it. So I was just telling somebody about that the other day. I was just telling someone about that movie. I told her she had to check it out. But yeah, the whole concept of that movie was that they realized that or they believed that 
healings were the cause of all the ills of men and, and humans. So they had to basically suppress emotions in people. You know, motherfuckers ran in there and killed his wife in front of him one day. And his wife, like, because he was a cop or whatever, but he didn't know she was on some shit. She ran over there, kissed him on the mouth before she was dragged off. And Made they were like, something. hmm? Made him feel something. Right. He said, <gasps> <laughs> you know, but he had to act like he didn't feel that. No affection, that type of world, bro. That's like right where we going. That's right. Where where else would this path of policies divert a society? What examples have you seen through fucking predicted? You don't even programming like ah, bro. That's that. I'm not gonna be hiding in a fucking dirty warehouse holding a Mona Lisa, getting shot by a submachine gun. You crazy? Bye. Like wow. oh, the rebel fighter had a painting, like no. You know what I'm saying, like <laughs> exactly, exactly. The world that they're creating, and you know, to me, it goes back to that friends of David Goldberg stuff too. You remember the the friends of David Goldberg content? Rest in, power. rest in power, because one thing you know, we're approaching. The time where if we do have that economic collapse, this is where the shit's going to get real for people. If you don't think it's real now, because that friends of David Goldberg, he was predicting, he was saying that there was going to be an economic collapse and that during the economic collapse, you would have prolonged blackouts. And during these blackouts, that's when you would start to see the people disappear. And you wouldn't, you know, most the general population wouldn't know that people were disappearing because they're going to be too occupied, you know, trying to survive. That's coming from the Friends of David Goldberg content. Some people should definitely look up if they get a chance. Those videos were removed off the internet too. So, you know, oh no, excuse me. They were deleted. Their page was deleted off of YouTube, but you can still find the content. You just got to be a little savvy to figure it out. But that's the type of world that they want to create for people. And on a certain level, you see that their, their plans have been confounded they haven't been able to achieve what they want to achieve yet. And we keep seeing, you know, like the shit we're seeing right now, they wanted to do this back in the early 2000s, 2000, 2001. This has been in the 90s. He been talking, oh, we're always so close to having a new world order. Daddy Bush. Uh, Thank you. They thought they were going to have their new world order back in the Reagan days. For real. You remember that shit? Rex, Rex 84, Bravo and all that shit. They thought they were going to have that shit back in the 1980s. Yeah, but, I was North testifying. Exactly. But their plans kept getting confounded. And so, you know, the, the, and that's, you know, and for us, for people like us, that's where we got to we got to kind of keep that in our minds, too, that as perfect as we, it's easy to think that these motherfuckers are flawless and everything goes according to their plans, but it doesn't. 
And so that's why there's still a fighting chance. The fact that we can still have a conversation like this on the airwaves, you got to get back on the IG too, brother. I'm doing right now. Okay, cool. The fact that we can still have these conversations like this on the airwaves, it means something. But you can't just be docile. I was was out in Brooklyn today, and I saw there were people who were protesting. They were doing, I don't know what kind of protest. It was like an anti-face mask protest, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that was cool, and you know they were uh, protesting against the vaccine passports and all that. Like, that's what's up, you know. But you know what's even bigger than protesting that? Not wearing a fucking face mask Ooh. and not succumbing to this vaccine passport. It's good to show your face, but let's keep it real. Barclay Center is not the place to protest unless you want to be put on DHS's hit list, because that's yeah. all the fuck you're doing. That is the perfect place to be videotaped. <laughs> it's Barclays Center in Brooklyn. I tell you one thing though, like um, um what the fuck was I about to say? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, these these motherfuckers, these people that have been pacified, and you know which ones they are. The niggas, <laughs> these motherfuckers, you pass in traffic. Wearing a fucking mask while they driving, no one else in the car. They mm. got you. They got you. They fucking got, they you. got you. Like it's a rap. It's a rap. Yo, you You're not coming back from that. Fucking tragic. Oh, Fedco twenty fifteen said that was a great post with Jesse Ventura, bro. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, anyone will anyone who's uh watching this, you know, when this broadcast is over, should definitely go and check out the um the post I did with Jesse Ventura and um this lady, Dr. Dr. Labo. You know what we should do? We should do a where are they now type of shit. Pull Jesse Ventura out the closet, like, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. I think they'll listen to you now. You want to go for another season? Type you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 so that'd be great, but I live in Poland now. Fuck y'all. But nigga, type, well, who else we got to run against the tire? This nigga gonna really brainwash everybody like on some old Kingman shit. Like niggas with, remember the movie Cell? The movie Cell. Yes, I still didn't movie, see it yet. Talk about John it. Kisak, niggas, I saw a couple of that. It was like, I got to watch that again, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Happening. Yeah. Uh, the King Kingsman. Uh-huh. You know, Samuel L. Jackson. He was like, wow, yep. doing good. And niggas was out there going crazy with them fucking cell phones. Yup. Getting a vaccine. Same shit. Yup. Yo, it's a video. Like, what about the old Body Snatchers movies? Folks need to go back to that shit, too. Because pe- people are looking for this this alien invasion with the fucking UFO disclosure, but we've been experienced the alien invasion for at least a few decades now, and people are none the wiser. Just look up Morgellons disease, Morgellons. If you don't know what Morgellons is right now, you are sleeping, people. That should be all on everybody's lips. You know, people should at, at the very least know what Morgellons is. And figure out a way to counteract it because that shit is so common, so pervasive, and it is a fucking body snatchers, like real world shit. Like the fucking body snatchers are here, and it's Morgellons and it's cross domain bacteria, and people have no idea 
that these I, parasites are taking over their guts and their brains. I saw this fucking nothing control. I saw that I was like, I'm not control. I was like, have you before I fucking alluded to you, John? There was a video. A girl was doing like she went to like a witch doctor, like in South Central America, something like some blue hot shit. And the girl, they had people around her video cam. You can see them on YouTube. She she had shit in a jar, a jar where she was pulling shit out this bitch body. And it was so much content, camera. They're like a whole goddamn bird and some other shit. Like like like, I gotta find that because that shit looked like that Morgellon shit that be on massive. It's just like yeah, I'm about to fucking. Glow off, nigga. Like the shit she pulled out this bitch body, bro. I said, "Oh, that looked just like that shit." And they over here talking about some bruja magic shit. I said, "No, that's some science. That's right. some science." Thank you. And, and you know, people look at that ancient technology as magic, but like you said, that's just science. That's just science that people don't really understand. Modern world doesn't understand how it works. That don't make it non-scientific. That just means you didn't catch up yet. Just to the uninitiated Cameron right. right exactly one of my friends this was more than a decade ago it was probably shit I can't believe it's that long ago it's been a long time now she did some peyote she told oh. me you know when you do peyote you throw up she said when she threw up she was throwing up black shit like what what the fuck are you niggas doing she was throwing up black shit. You good? Yeah, my cats. I'm trying to find out if these niggas are trying to need a little ass whooping or not. Go mm. ahead, carry on. My bad. She was throwing up black yeah. shit. She did the peyote. Yeah, she was throwing up black shit. Like, what was that? That sounds God, like what you're fuck. talking about. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing reassuring. Like, but like, why they keep why they keep the ancient take why they keep the ancient fucking arts away from us? Imagine if we could just we getting all this yeah. disclosure. Why don't we get some of that fucking Smithsonian action while we at it? Let's get some of them tall skeletons out there. That's, that's a good you're, you're very hilarious, John. You're very hilarious. Imagine, yeah, I know. I dream. <laughs> you know? Right. Why don't we? Listen, man, they're going to give us some little tidbits of alien disclosure shit. They're probably going to hit us with a fake alien invasion. Let's keep it real. Whoever, listen, the first motherfuckers to come out of the sky, if they are standing hand in hand with the government, don't trust those niggas, okay? Because mm. if it, listen, if there's aliens out there, they you, you know they're gonna come to the original peoples first, okay? They're gonna come back and be like Yo. the Dugan tribe in Africa. Mm-hmm. Right. The Dugan tribe. The Dogon, they you know what I'm saying? They're gonna come back to some melanated peoples across the earth. Like why? Why would they come and fuck with these wicked ass governments? Because first. they have resources, Cameron. We haven't gotten our shit together. We've been fooled by <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the trap. Right? They're gonna be sitting with some old Dogon elders. Like I see you let the kids run wild. <laughs> Type <Ooh>. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gave those little niggas the belt. <laughs> Yeah, I saw what they did. Yeah, they're blocking out the sun. That's crazy. You let them do that? Wow. <laughs> you know what? I would like to see the Smithsonian really opened up. Like, you imagine how many books from Alexandria's library are actually there that nobody probably talk about. 
Yo, right. Real shit. Nigga, the world will heal. Niggas out here driving cabs. Don't got no sense of fucking like, what humans are we? Like, we out here just here to be cocks. Or like, you can't get people that pass that leaves. You would rob. You would be so vile. To fucking utilize these tax dollars to pursue ancient knowledge, then to cover it up and hide it for years. Like, you know, what kind of fucking nefarity? Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're not advanced. They're not ready for this. But they're not ready because y'all niggas is pumping out this type of information and entertainment for culture. Right. But, but think about this too, because they spent thousands of years learning these secrets, committed themselves to learning these secrets and then disposing of the keepers of these secrets. When they came to the Americas, you know, imagine the fucking wonderlands that they found. They could not burn enough books and destroy enough structures. Niggas' arms were tired. Like, fuck it, let's just build a church on top of it, nigga. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, they couldn't, yo, I'm telling you, brother, they act like there was no books in this land when they got here. There was books, but those shits were being burnt wholesale. That's what happened when they got to the Americas, okay? When they were out in Africa, like, do you know how many fucking tribal elders were killed? Like, someone like Cecil Rhodes. Cecil Rhodes went to uh, Southern Africa, and he learned the ways of the people. He learned the ways of the medicine. And then he killed the motherfuckers. He used that shit, used that knowledge, learned their culture, and used that to slaughter people wholesale. Cecil Rhodes, the motherfucker that the Rhodes Scholarship is named after. <sighs> that, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they named the scholarship. They said, Cecil, you did a fine job. we will name a scholarship after you. And just taught a whole bunch of motherfuckers to be just like him worldwide. Fuck that nigga. Even a fucking goddamn... The, human, the, the the testimony of the dude going over there talking about the humanitarians in Africa intentionally killing off, you know, when they was like, they had to run that back. The white dude ran it back. That was interview. I was like, what did they you were. just? Right. He said, wait, wait. I, I want to, we're going to stop the interview. I just want to hear what you just said. <laughs> Type Real of shit. shit. Real shit. Like, yes, he said that. Mm-hmm. Well, we still subscribe to this shit. It's like the day, like it's, it has to be something. Like I look at this shit. Like I look, at like, so many people I come across. Like I, coming back to this country, I'm gonna sidestep real quick. Just like the lack of content and adults that I'm just like, regardless of like this new age enlightenment. I guess people on social media like, oh yeah, I'm woke, 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 woke. But just like the people that I'm around, like I'm just like, and, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like the shit that occupies the horizon of your mind. And then they, they, no matter the age, they still revert back to this type of fucking derogatory music being made by children. <laughs> by fucking Jews. Mm-hmm. No one's questioning the lyrical content. Like children are bobbing their head to this shit. You got right. to- Seniors now thinking that nothing's wrong. Right? You look at social media. It's like, yo, we living in Babylon. Fuck Weimar. Yo, nigga, niggas about to turn a pink Himalayan salt statues and shit in a minute. Start licking the side of the niggas' faces on the way out. Like, shit. Like, put this smack your shoulder off and put this in my goddamn food. Like, right. I love you, nigga, but peace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bro, this shit is close. It's close, bro. It's like. Yo, it is, and that's the thing, brother. 
because pillars of salt. Stop. Direct energy weapons. Pillars of salt. God damn! You see that shit? You see that shit? Just bringing it full circle for y'all. You know, like that's literally what's happening right now. You said, you said, our fucking cities are gonna get attacked, right? Mm-hmm. What do all they always talk about? The major, every terrorist movie. I'm going to even on the fucking Navy SEAL movie when they had the real Navy SEALs, and it was terrible dialogue acting. But they was real Navy SEALs doing their <laughs> shit. Everybody, <laughs> you can't get mad at these niggas. These niggas, it's, it's all a movie full of subject matter experts. It was right, right, okay. What, what was the plot? Sneaking immigrants in with fucking vests and fuck, you know what I mean? Just like it might not be something that's fucking mundane, but like a weapon, nuclear weapons. What was on that ship? That wasn't it nuclear weapons and shit and other shit and 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 and, and stowaways, children and and uh, um, dead bodies and whatever else have you? Why the news talked about none of that shit? What was trying to come over to this country? Right. Always. Like some shit's gonna happen. Like Texas, all these states that talked about succeeding, they done whipped Texas a couple of times with the weather. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm telling you, it's, 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 time is now. You got people who fucking scared to death. Oh, COVID, COVID. What's next? A, a real attack. And then niggas are starting to question these motherfuckers. When they get back to normal, boom. Stay in the house. Oh. Right. Oh, yeah, already. You already know. Because now they're talking about the new strains that are coming out. They talk, they're they're already setting us up for the next decade of bullshit. I, I'm convinced, and I hope I'm wrong, but I'm convinced that they're going to be hitting us with pandemics, like like hurricanes, like oh, like pandemic season. Oh, but did you get your new vaccine for pandemic season for this year's pandemic season? It's a it's a hemorrhagic fever. See, I only want to put that shit out there, man, because they they haven't hit us with a fucking hemorrhagic fever. Ebola was just a test run, you know. That was a test run of the emergency response system, if you will. And that shit, that was you know that shit was scary because Ebola is nothing to fuck with, like. The bleeding, yeah, every fucking orifice, fuck that. Your organs are liquefied. And Ebola, you know, I just talked real briefly about Ebola's history because that was one that, remember I was talking about the movie Unlocked. So in Unlocked, they were using the Marburg virus. In real life, the Marburg virus is the precursor to the Ebola virus. And Ebola became Ebola in my humblest opinion, when someone genetically modified the Marburg virus and then sprinkled that shit into Africa, into Zaire. And it was injected into people at Yambuku Mission Hospital. Just look that shit up. Y-A-M-B-U-K-U Mission Hospital. Because the only place, the, the place where the infection was being spread was at Yambuku Mission Hospital. And that's the only place, like, if you look at the World Health Organization from 1975, 76 from Zaire, that's what it talks about is Yambuku. And as soon as they shut down Yambuku, the fucking infection stopped. So you're telling me there's no correlation? Correlation? Listen, I wasn't born yesterday, brother. But you were born that night, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are they now, Cameron? Where are they now? Ooh, the, the fucking right, the fucking nurses. No, no, no. The, oh. it, not the nurses. The nurses are cogs. 
I mean, like these niggas could, could round up fucking 97 year old men that was in fucking internment camps in their 30s and 40s. I'm pretty sure we could find some due diligent motherfuckers to round up these people that fucking signed off on these vaccinations or created these vaccinations or had the alleged good intentions of administering these vaccinations to these poor unsuspecting individuals who gave them their fucking trust. You know what I mean? Where, is, where are you at now? Right. Organizations right. were behind it, behind it. Where did the money come from? Right. Of course. Well, right. I'm sure these people, at least some of these people, if they're still alive, they're still in power or in positions of influence. You know, they probably still get, uh, what do you call it, security briefings and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, these motherfuckers is in that book that got held up. Names and resources too important to fucking Oh, eat from power. Talking about the the Epstein shit, the Everything is full circle. If they administer any viruses, we these niggas is just like, oh yeah, this is my reign of error. I'm just gonna go to Africa. This mm-hmm. is the time period of this time is the only time I'm ever gonna do anything bad. All right, the ashes of evil. Your your goes next. <laughs> right. How the world we live in? These niggas need to be held accountable now. Hmm. Right. You don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I see it. No, I don't see any accountability happening because that, that shit should be happening like right now. Right now. And we talked about this too coming in um come what was it? Coming out of twenty nineteen and we were talking about all the fucking again, the Epstein shit, all the names had already come out, they were already on public record in the court. It was known that who was involved in this shit and we got hit with fucking COVID. So all that just went. I, I just wanted to read this quote because this motherfucker, and this is, you know, I'm just going to read this quote. So this motherfucker died the other day. Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. Come back the virus. He said, quote the Duke, in the event that I am reincarnated, I would like to return as a deadly virus in order to contribute something to solve overpopulation. 1988. I nigga coming back as the next strain. 2022. This is what I'm saying, man. Fuck this nigga. They're going to call it the Philip. <laughs> uh, niggas got the Philip. Oh, you got that bangers and mash, huh? I can tell <laughs> that mark on your arm. You got that shot. That's right. How they it to you. So we know. Little souvenir. Bitch is going to be in strip clubs and shit, twerking and shit. Ooh, that bitch look like an ogre. Look like she the <laughs> sister for the nigga from 300 that betrayed Leonardo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hunchback. <laughs> we were out a uniform and women. Like, nah, nah, we're we gonna leave you at home, okay? <laughs> you, you guard the homeland, okay, buddy? <laughs> I'm gonna say real quick like, uh, six degrees of separation. We always talk about that, like, fucking, like, through social media. Like, everybody knows somebody through some way, shape, or form through demographics. Wow. Same applies with this black book with these politicians. Imagine. The, if we could put a pyramid of their influence and power, each individual associated in this book, and if they were removed off the table, 
what industries or what aspects of life would fucking free up? You know what I mean? Like, well, okay, so all these people that these judges are protecting, like, and that doesn't stop domestically. You know, it goes internationally. International, of course. Six degrees, six degrees, like a Rico, like a big Rico thing. That's so, okay, so first, our financial system would no longer be fucked. Um, the uh, okay, so start with the financial system, right? Get away, get, take away the fractional reserve system. Actually, base trading and and, and uh, what do you call it? Money on something, you know. Even if it's not exactly on uh, the gold standard, you could basic basically of what Andre Eglashan was explaining that there's a way of doing it where you could have a, a sort of fiat currency that is still regulated and doesn't have inflation and hyperinflation. Thieves in the temple. Like, you know? uh, so now wouldn't that be coming along the lines of cryptocurrency during this pandemic? Right. Something like that. Right. And, you know, I mean, look at what we're being paid as wages. You know, the fact that there's a minimum wage, like, they, you know, motherfuckers are fighting to get $15 an hour. And Congress, like, I don't know if we can do it. Y'all might get greedy. Yeah. Who's, you know what I mean? Oh, we're going to have to just raise the rates. We're going to have to raise the prices of everything if we pay y'all 15, if we pay y'all a living wage. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, yo, back in the day, again, because of the fractional reserve system, back in the day, one motherfucker, a man could work and save, put his children through school. Uh, his wife didn't have to work. He could buy a car, house, all that shit off of one income in this country. Mm. Now motherfuckers can't do that shit off of three incomes in this like country. Who? You say back in the day. Like. Regard, no, regardless of any timeline back in the day, we decided to go back to mm. who was around the king's coin. You already know. Always been around the king's coin. The court Jew, my brother. You already know. And who has in their Sanhedrin and Babylonian Talmuds the, 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 I guess the instructions or the dialogue of wages and employing in their most sacred of books? Mm-hmm. Who are these people? Right, Kazarian Nomad. Another word for them. This is from Wikipedia, okay? Because so y'all don't think we're just bashing these motherfuckers. Wikipedia. In the early modern period, a court Jew or court factor was a Jewish banker who handled the finance or lent money to European, mainly German royalty and nobility. In return for their services, court Jews gained social privileges, including in some cases being granted noble status. Court Jews were needed because prohibitions against usury applied to Christians, but did not apply to Jews. Wikipedia. Why wouldn't it apply to these God's chosen people? Because as you said in there, ooh, there's a picture of them too. <laughs> let me see it. Let me the see it. Turn it around. Let me see it. All right, I'm gonna let you see it. I'm gonna let you see. I'm gonna show you on the IG. So it not be the stereotypical cartoon shit. No, this is some other shit. Jamie. Nah, look at this nigga. <laughs> too, too cool for school. Look at that nigga. <laughs> Let me see it. Turn it around. You don't see it? 
Oh, no, nah, you froze. See, they froze my shit up. Damn. Oh, on a computer. Shit. These some devils. These niggas is devils. Too, too cool for school. My man got the shades. I don't even think those are regular glasses. He got the regular shades. <laughs> one foot out. You know what I'm saying? You got the little tiny foot. It looks like a, a fucking leprechaun. Let's Yo, shade in a private chat. Slide this shit in the private. I forgot we got uh, resources now. All right, hold on. Let me change that shit back around. You really couldn't see that? Damn. Nah, they, they got you spinning, dude. You over here seesaw shit. Carousel. Cocksuckers. Hold on. Copy image. I'm going to put that shit right in the chat and let you see that. Let you see this little nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not late. And they kill me, too, like with they fucking atrophy power dynamic. Right, he don't even look like the regular one. He looks more like a like a leprechaun, though. Oh yeah, they do love they uh what leprechauns like gold coins. These I think these motherfuckers probably got like 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 a hoard like Scrooge McDuck full of like people's housing deeds, like like deeds and like papers mm-hmm. and businesses, like commercial properties, like, ah, just throwing in the air like. But right, it's all right. It's like skiing. It's like a ski slope. <laughs> yeah, word. Look. So, oh yeah, uh, Fedco said, that's a fact. I knew this shit was going to happen, but didn't know it would happen in my lifetime. Yeah, that's where we're at right now, brother. Uh, I kind of thought it might happen in our lifetime. I can't keep it real. I've been preparing it for this shit for the last 20 years, writing songs about it and shit. Word, <laughs> word. A lot there's of a, there's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a video of me which, when I still have my dread. So that's like pre-2016, pre like maybe 2015, 14, 13, where I was spitting one of my songs called Quarantine. Trying to warn niggas. Um, But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you got to uh, just be diligent out here and keep fighting, you know, keep fighting. Don't just, don't just, uh, give in to these motherfuckers, you know? Like, we got to keep the pressure on them. Right, someone said we chose to be here at this time. Exactly. So, you know, we got to live this shit up, like... You're right. He, from, through the Bardo, the Bardo reincarnation, you know, we chose. Mm-hmm. Back, we are light workers. Like, that's another day, right? Exactly. So, we got to take advantage of this shit, you know? Like, listen, the... We live in a holographic universe, and so we have the ability to change it with our minds and our manifestations. What do you think these people are doing? How do you think someone like Bill Gates becomes the man? You know what I'm saying? That's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like this motherfucker's probably sitting in some chair and, you know, Pegasus Project <laughs> chair or some shit like that. Like, ah, make me the... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Make me the ruler of the world type of shit. Because how did this fucking super cuck become the man? Super cuck become the man in 2021, you know? And you like, say he's running for fucking president, nigga? That's what Cindy was saying. That's good. ridiculous. Say that because that's a damning check in the box of who's, res- you know what I mean? Like, like that's madness. The red flag is baffling. Like the fact that that's like, oh yeah, we're just like the fucking sauce. Everybody's on the Kool Aid, bro. And if you're not on the Kool Aid, you scared to death to lose your goddamn 
financial fucking uh, uh, independence or, or, or financial livelihood. Right. Um, a tyrant's a tyrant. Tyrant, right? Exactly. And the thing that um a lot of tyrants are lacking is opportunity. But when they, I'm telling you, bro, what Doctor Zhivago, Doctor Zhivago, you gotta watch that movie. It's about the German Revolution, and that's appropriate because it's May Day. You know, we're going. We just came off of May Day. That was a whole fucking Kazarian celebration. That's neither here nor there. Dr. Zhivago, you had this dude who, to me, maybe I need to watch it again, but he was kind of a cuckold, you know? He was like, he was part of the Bolshevik Revolution, and, you know, he wanted to go stir some shit up. He wasn't the toughest motherfucker, you know what I mean? And then he got into a little scuffle, and then you didn't see him for most of the movie. Then that nigga came back, and he had his own steam engine, fucking red steam engine. That and he was a general, or he was some high-ranking Bolshevik. I guess after the purges had happened, after the fucking country had been decimated and the gulags had been set up, this nigga was the man. He was like a Bill Gates type of dude, and he was the man in the age of the gulags. How did that happen? You know what I'm saying? His cuckery got him somewhere. That's who the fuck you're looking at when you talk about. Oh. So you mean like George Soros? Oh, there's one right there. There's one right there. Give me my, my give me my shillings. My right. rubles, what the fuck? You know what I mean? They, looking right. back, you know what I mean? Nobody or somebody. Thank you. They, the, the what separates many tyrants is that they lack opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that shit. Imagine how many people gonna be fucking. On this whole, wait till Rahm Emanuel get his little fucking little child soldier on DHS shit kicking off like they need to. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. Everybody gonna be jumping at the opportunity to earn a little more when there's no other opportunity to earn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that's going, bro. Like, yep. every time, but we still stuck on the basic, we still going. Like, it keeps saying history repeats itself because we got motherfuckers withholding archaeological information, historical information, suppressed technology. That's why we're repeating ourselves. These same motherfuckers ain't never left the fucking circus. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, people going to start calling it what the fuck it is after a while. And then, you know what I mean? Then what? But then again, you're going to have this fucking credit system where you say something, you're going to be done up. Because that's what they hear. They know this anti-Semitism, Semitism, some shit. I can't, I don't even want to fucking pronounce it right. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. You niggas got words like goyim and shit, but like, that's where this is going. You say something, oh, motherfucker, goddamn, you think your EB, nigga, you niggas going to be all having EBT cards in your arm. Mm-hmm. Balance low, balance withdrawn, right from a fucking computer screen, nigga. Like right, just prorating your shit. Look what they're doing with the Easy Pass right now. You know, charging people one a monthly fee, and then prorating you. Oh, you drive over the bridge about three times a month. What just charge you? What two hundred dollars? Prorate that shit regardless if you use it. Like, how did that happen? How did that become a thing? Cause y'all niggas let that shit happen. Yeah, they pay for convenience. Look at them niggas. They got in New York. You got my what niggas need pistols on the toll booth. 
Well, right. You know what I mean? I guess if a nigga alluding on some Amber Alert shit, yeah, okay. Right, Just but they don't, they don't even have niggas in the toll booth anymore in New York. No, nah, they don't, but they all sit in them cars when you're in New York, because I'm in New York all, every day. Like, I drive over there. I'm like, fuck that. Like, I'm going to take a fucking training. He's coughing on you and shit. Goofy, goofy. Uh-uh. I ain't got time for any of that. So I noticed that. These motherfucking the little... Uh, Train the cars and shit. They all of them packing. I was like, oh shit! I know you motherfuckers had pistols, but it's oh, like, like the cops over there. The cops, they are the they, they sit there and told it's like fucking. Yo, right, right. Because yes. those are like, thank you, bro. Because though that's like not not TSA, but that's like border patrol type shit. That's like yeah, yeah, yeah. bridges and tunnels. Even if you're in the state, you know what I'm saying. That's like. Border patrol type shit, like that's how they're guarding the bridges and tunnels at this point. They say now, it's for terrorism. Fuck out of here. Now imagine if fucking these niggas was like re repurposed for another mission. No one gets out without a COVID shot type shit. Mm-hmm. They already sitting at the fucking tunnel at the bridge at the toll. Yep. Bottleneck that shit. Bottleneck, yeah, baby. You took word right out of my mouth. Fucking my bottleneck delta, like a little funnel, fucking little death choke. Like people don't think about the infrastructure that's set up. Look, a couple years ago, the chaos that uh, that governor did. I think he was our, our, our last governor in Jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he stopped the it? bridge, fat boy. He stopped the yeah. bridge to, to, uh, because he was over beef or some shit and the logistical nightmare that that caused. Think about how vulnerable you were or if somebody that was susceptible to that. Yep. Pay attention. Pay yep. attention to the infrastructure is set up to fucking entrap you. It's madness. Our niggas yep. be like, nah, I'm just going to frivolously waste my resources being places I don't want to be to buy shit I don't really need. You know what I mean? Like, nigga, you could be fucking out here reloading ammo. You could be in your basement getting money, cases and shit ready. Don't be the nigga with a thousand guns and six bullets. When the yeah. lights go on, shit don't yeah. shift in. Speak, speaking yeah. of that that bottleneck you're talking about. My bad, yeah. Al, Al Cuppet. No, no, because we got to close out soon. Al yeah, Cuppet yeah. was talking about that. He said that all these checkpoints, you're seeing all these sobriety checks, that's what they're doing. They're preparing people for that. They're, they're conditioning the population for that, where now you may see, depending on where you are, you may have a sheriff doing the checkpoint. Oh, you know, sobriety checks, especially if you're white, then you're cool. Oh, okay, okay, Jim, okay, we'll make it home safely, right? Because if niggas going through those checkpoints, they're going to want to, you know, uh, uh, with the fucking flashlight and pull you over to the side and run through your shit. So we've already been believing police state. Okay. But for the people who just get off and shit, you know what I'm saying? Just wait because one day now you got the Brown shirts, right? One day you're going to come to that same sobriety checkpoint. This is what Al Cuppet explains. You're going to see someone in a black shirt and they're going to have a funny accent and they're going to pull up, you know, he said a clipboard back then, but that was back in the nineties. This is the 2000s. They're going to facial recognition your ass or scan your tags or scan your ID, scan your national ID because it's 2021. You understand? And you already know. Black helicopter for that ass. Like people think facial recognition. No, that's bullshit. No, I can get no. Why do you think they not stressing about you with this mask on your fucking face in the bank and in the places of fucking, you know what I mean? They they want this. They want to be in your biometrics. Trust me, I was in Afghanistan. We was using that shit, bro. Like in early days, like, mm. like we got you know what I mean. Like you had niggas DNA in that motherfucker. Like nah, this motherfucking in your eye, like in the middle of the night, like. 
stay still type of shit. Like I used to have them early, you know what I mean? We used to use that shit. And just when you said that brought that shit back to me, because I forgot about that whole chapter in my life. Like they want that shit so bad. Once you got that, you got the medical data, you got the fuck, you got your balls, bro. You got your fucking biometrics, you got your medical data. And now you gotta you ain't y'all entertaining a fucking passport. That's the shit. It's like the fact that that shit was even regurgitated was a alarm for them. Like, all right, we're there. We're in. We're in. We got it. Logic is gone. Like, listen, yo, read this last thing before we get out of here. Just fight. Keep fighting. Fuck. Keep fighting. Quote, if power is of dubious legitimacy, it must be concealed to be effective. Not only must this, but the act of concealment itself also be concealed. The rewards of conspiratorial power are thus much greater in the American context than they are in societies in which public power is not devalued power. And one should assume that those who wish to wield power will also conspire to keep that fact secret. In some, there are more incentives to develop conspiracies of power in the United States than in other societies, and hence conspiracy theories about power, which appear to be more prevalent in the United States than in other societies, may also be justifiable. Samuel P. Huntington, American politics, the promise of disharmony. Samuel P. T- Huntington, he is one of those elite motherfuckers, man. Listen to what this nigga's talking about. He's in the club. Samuel P. Huntington is in the fucking club, okay? This is coming from Corporatism and Empire, a philosophy of fascism. Postmodernity is problematic by Craig B. Hewlett. Ladies and gentlemen, Brother John, yo, John, thank you so much for the conversation as always, my brother. Appreciate Follow you. The Follow the fucking money, y'all. Follow the money, y'all. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Check us out at onthewakeupradio.com. Check out the archives at all the all the outlets, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher iHeartRadio, Spotify. Check those out. Um, You can also check us out at otwtube.com. otwtube.com. That is our social media platform. Get on that shit, ladies and gentlemen. And um, Thank you, bro. Big shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby for bringing this all together. Tune in again next week for the most dangerous two hours in radio. On the wake up, we'll see you chaps later. Stay hypervigilant, I tell you. These motherfuckers are nefarious. Nefarious, bro. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Lord individual. Sing the Ashley 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 Ash